Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo's here. We're all kind of feeling a little nauseous because we just watched, like everybody else did, for the 800th time, Nick Chubb's leg going sideways in last night's Steelers-Brown game. Ah, the good old internet. Can you imagine if Joe Theismann's leg broke years ago and they said, we're not going to show that, it's too gruesome, it's disgusting, because remember when Joe Theismann's leg did break, they couldn't get enough of showing it. And then finally they're like, this is terrible, stop it. But we watched it over and over and over. Last night, Nick Chubb's leg did a very similar thing, only at least at a joint instead of just a bone exploding. And uh, immediately, they're like, we're not replaying that up close. You don't need to see that. So we all, even at my house, searching, .com away, and within seconds, there's, I mean, the second Troy Aikman and uh, Joe Buck said, we're not showing that, everybody rewound their TVs, put it up on their Instagram page. It must have been on there 600 different times. And it is awful. That guy's career is over. That's his second time with that knee. There's with no that coming knee, back. yeah. yeah There's just... no coming back from that. Especially the, the sideways, backwards. Uh, if he does come back, it's going to happen again. Because you can't strengthen that back up. That dude's a beast, too. Nick Chubb is a monster. I hate the Browns. I hate the Browns with a passion. But I've always liked Nick Chubb. I said it two years ago. If their coach ever figured out that their running back gets five yards of carry, there'd be no reason for them to throw the ball. And then they went out and spent a billion dollars on on Handy McCann's hand job. Got him. I've never been impressed with him that much. He's good. Never. I never. I don't get the Deshaun Watson thing at all. I think it's hype more than it is actual performance. He played for the Texans. Of course, he looked good. He was the best player on the Texans. Brett is the second best player on the Texans. I get it. He's he's a good quarterback. I just don't see the money going. But now they're they're done. And the Browns go to Brown, even though this time it wasn't necessarily that. Man, that they one. did it the entire game. They, they Brown, they Brown, especially in Pittsburgh, they Brown. Steelers are a Chinese fire drill on uh, offense. Their defense is solid. So get that straightened out. Sounds good. But that that injury was. I mean, you start now. You start thinking like that was like one of Brett's videos. That, that uh, thing last night. I'm watching, and when brutal. we when we finally got pictures, I'm like, all right, that that makes my stomach turn because it's just you know part of the game but man oh man we get one a year where it seems like somebody's leg buckles like alex smith is on that list certainly joe theisman willis mcgahey i'll never forget his flamingo leg in that college game just that dude came just crashing into his knee and it just busted backwards brutal but you hate to see guys like you, you hate to see an injury that actually ends a career i don't know how he wasn't crying I would have been crying like a baby. My knee goes that way. I'm sobbing just for the idea that it's just, that's it. It looked like it almost popped back in. It probably of... did, but everything around it is stretched and blown out and everything else. The All the ligaments are done. If that guy is anything more than just, you know, walking without a limp, that's that's the luck of it. I Alex Smith's leg, when he came back, and the first thing that happened to him, and I just closed my eyes, was Aaron Donald sacking him. With all his body weight on his back, and that dude had to hold Aaron Donald up. I'm like, please retire. Like, nobody needs to see this. I don't want to. It's miraculous you're back on the field. That's enough. I don't need to see you do anything else and still admire you. Some of those dudes just, I mean, you got to remember they're in their 20s. What else are you going to do? You got nothing left, and Nick Chubb is going to have a rough comeback. If he comes back, um, from what that looked like last night, man. Tip your cap, but I don't see it. I just don't see anybody. If anybody's his friend, any doctor, any teammates, like, dude, don't. That was a Gail Sayers thing. Yeah. That was bad. 
I go back and forth oh. on, the, on hits like that. I mean, I know they do it with a the quarterback. They try to protect the low thing. You can't really prevent that so much. Running backs go lower than uh, the the people with most No, but risk. I'm talking, you know, like a leading with your head into the... Uh, You're in a pile. Know. If you look yeah. at the play, and that's the it's down at cornerbacks. the four-yard line. It's These guys have, have to, to get... It. You have to get low on yeah. Nick Chubb. You can't not do it. And it's, it's built into the game that Nick Chubb's going to get low on you. So he's going to drop down. Everybody yeah. has to dip down. It's the, you know... It's perfect timing. It's just part of the risk. You get your legs all tangled up in a pile, and some guy's coming in to try to tackle you, and somebody's holding you up. You don't even know. you got a plant leg down. That guy's job is not to go, well, there's his knee. Got to be careful here. His job is to go, I'm going to hit him below the waist and wrap him up, and, and that was it. I don't think it didn't do anything wrong. The other dude was holding him, and his leg was planted. It's like a stick in the ground. It's just got to – it's so gross. Ugh. I've seen a hyperextension once. Not like that. But a hyperextension once in person, and it's nauseating. Like, it is. The person that it, they usually scream. That guy in the leg oh. press yesterday. <laughs> That's yeah. a little bit of a hyperextension. That dude's going to struggle to walk again. But, yeah, it's that weird. That is not. And when you're looking at it in person, mine was on a basketball court. I watched a guy do it on a basketball court where he stepped. Another dude went to, like, I think he jumped first and then he stopped. And when he came back down, the other guy came back down right in front of him and started to lean in, and his leg just buckled. It just made this backwards. It was weird. It was like bending a curtain rod. It just And it stayed that way for a second. Yeah. And then just went right back in. No noise, nothing. And he sat there and looked at all this. The yell was horrible. Oh, God. Anyway, Nick Chubb. Blown up leg. Ugh. And it's all everybody was talking about after the game, too. You couldn't even get, like, Took a whole Ugh. different tone to it. Yeah, well. Take the win, but it is certainly gross. But yeah, you got to start to wonder what's the worst injuries in football that you know all the spinal cord injuries that have happened. Those don't look bad, you know. Those are the ones Other where a guy the just like just laying out on the field. Right, that's that after. Saying, that's oh, not the injury. That's right. the post injury. Like can't the really actual, see much. The actual injury injury of something busting or a guy's arm flopping around. We've seen dudes' arms break, but even them pulling their fingers out. Yeah, Brett Favre walking to the sideline with that thing sticking out of his hand, and they just rip it, pop it, and put it back. Dislocations of fingers and things like that hurts, but you watch a leg go sideways. No, oh, man. So I think it's, you know, Theismann. This one's up there. McGahee, Alex Smith. There's been others. Crumry. Tim Crumry's ankle was disgusting. That was like an 81. And nobody, and back again, that's the problem with HDTV. I don't think Tim Crumry's ankle was noticeable in the replay until Sports Illustrated had the pictures of it. I remember that. Like, after that Super Bowl, like, wow, he really hurt his ankle. And they had a frame-by-frame shot of his ankle leaving his leg. And it's gross. It was just gross. His whole leg just shattered. There's been some gems. Makes you wonder. Uh, With all the single moms out there and their kids loving football. We see that all over the internet. HDTV has stopped a lot of uh, kids from going forward with their football career because mom won't let them play anymore because of stuff like that. I, you know, it would be, it's gross. You can't imagine your little angel having his legs snapped in half. You won't even let him walk home from school. The line over there off of Campbell the other day was six hours long. These little kids are so coddled that I can't believe football's still around. You gotta, you know, it's gotta be to the point where uh, if he's not that good. Yeah, don't do it. Why risk it? Yeah. Yeah. If he, I, I just really I mean, like it. You're a terrible kid. And that's and the I thing. understand the team 
concept and all that, it'd be tough as a dad. Sure. Like, my kid's probably not going to go to the next level if, it's, if you TV. know that. You just said something that sounded like a uh, like Brett and me. Parents are incapable of saying their kids aren't any good. They know that they're not going to go pro, but they're incapable of saying, well, you're not good enough to do this. you got to stop. Because then you're killing dreams and you're one of those. So yeah, maybe, you let maybe, him go. Yeah, you maybe one go. of these days he'll figure it out. But you know deep down if you've got a a Mongol out there, you're, you're going to throw him out and say, all right, go get him. And he's like, he's just uncoordinated and messy and... You just, you know, get him a tuba. Get him, put him where he belongs, where he's not going to bust his legs, and put him in the band. Or they'll, they'll find another way to break their leg. Yeah. <laughs> right. They're going to fall off of something. <laughs> we all, everybody remembers the kids that were like, ooh, we don't play, play nice with this one. He's not real coordinated. <laughs> Heck, when I played You just got to let it happen. Yeah, we used to have a, two weekly basketball games. When I was at Tony Romas, we would play on Tuesday and Thursday at night. And uh, the bartender... Uh, Jeff. Now, Jeff called himself this. This isn't my name for him. But Jeff called himself Juice uh, Shrubby. Called himself Juice Shrub. So we just moved it to Shrubby because <laughs> he had this Jufro. It was an amazing afro for a white man. It was incredible. Like Chevy Chase and Fletch when I'm, he was doing the whole. Uh, Brett, he could shave his head on a Tuesday at noon, and on Wednesday the fro was full back. Blue. He was, nice. It was like a chia pet in time lapse photography. He could not keep this. You could not keep this Jufro down. It would bloom in the sun. So he called himself Shrubby. He called himself Jew Shrub, and we just called him Shrubby. But Shrubby wanted to play basketball on our two nights, and we had some good players. We we were not a terrible group, and you know it was like we were running some serious, fun games. But it wasn't for the you know bad players weren't welcome. It wasn't like a free for all. Shrubby wanted to play, and we're like, all right, if you think you can make it, and he came out there, and. Uh, not a coordinated man. Not at all. He had the afro. Looked good on the court. I'll tell you that. It looked like Dr. J, uh, but it was uh, not Julius. It was Dr. Jew. And he was unbelievably uh, uncoordinated. But he started to just bang into you because his one gift he had was getting in your way. And he hurt more people smashing into him being uncoordinated than he ever hurt himself. Like the good players were in jeopardy because he was always doing unorthodox crap. They won't get leg cut. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and, ankle roll. Yeah, he'd, he'd, he'd be under you when you'd yeah. land, and your ankles would land on his feet. He wasn't doing anything bad. He was just never in a good spot. Yeah, so that's what a parent has to do. Look at their kid and go, you're so bad at this, you're going to hurt someone else. Normally, it's the guy who's bad at it doesn't get hurt. It's the, the people that he does something stupid, and they get hurt. But, yeah, parents never look at their kids and go, you're uncoordinated, you're not an athlete. They don't do that. You, you should, but you don't. You got that kid whose feet point out, you know? What do they call that? Duck toed? Yeah. And they try running and stuff. And you just wish it dead. Well, I, I used to hate that when I played baseball. I was this. I was the same person I am today, but when we'd have a baseball team and Garth, I remember that kid's name like it was yesterday. Garth was on our team two years in a row. Garth would roll out. I'm like, God damn it. Garth's feet were like wooden planks that were stuck to his ankles sideways. They, he, he, that was pretty standard in the oh, Little League. Oh, but he ran like that, an idiot. And it's like, will his parents... Do, I wanted to say, well, you people just recognize this isn't for him. This is not... I know he wants to play, but some of us want to be good at it. Can't do that. We were kids. We didn't have that everybody gets a chance mentality. That was the parents. We wanted Garth on the bench all six innings. We wanted him sitting down. Garth had to play three, and those were risky three innings. We didn't have much of a choice 
in the in the little league, you you basically maybe had one or two always extra guys. Other than that, everyone plays half. Everybody has to play. Yeah, Garth got three innings a game. So he's like everybody Lupus. had to play. He was worse than Lupus. Oh, I would have taken Lupus t- seven days a week and twice on oh. Sunday. Lupus was Michael Vick compared to this guy. <laughs> did did you get that catch? No. Actually, Garth did get it one seemed, catch. That's it right. Garth like it did happens, have a catch. No matter what. That was, we played for Worth Construction, and Garth did have one catch. And the whole place went crazy. Yep. And I'm like, and I'm, you know, I was cynical when I was 10. Don't encourage this. You're going you're gonna to make them come back next year. Sure enough, there's old, you know, Affleck Duck comes walking up to practice the next year. You're like, God damn it, Garth's on my team again. There's three innings where the ball's going to go to the fence three times on routine singles. Garth. But his mom, and his mom didn't even show up to the games. Garth would have to get a ride home all the time. His mom didn't even care that he played. I'm like, Garth, somebody needs to talk to Garth. He wanted to play, though. He had a right to play. He did, I know. And that's why he just didn't. That's why Little League stopped being a thing. And Club League started. Because it was for the serious players only. Little League was just for any any trash bag that had 25 bucks it was just basically just anybody and their brother could go wheeling kids out on chairs and like everybody could play there was no there was no gatekeeper for a little league if you had the money you could be on a team i remember a t-ball you'd have some of the guys in the outfield like just sitting out oh. sitting down out there it's like what are you doing and mom's laughing yeah. oh it was the worst when i coached that i coached a bunch of 13 year old kids playing basketball once there were to Daniel. Oh, I hope he's all grown up now. But I bet you Daniel still walks like he's getting pushed by the wind. Daniel, and I had to tell Daniel because his parents wouldn't. His mom loved him too much. Daniel, basketball's not for you. And he's not. And it wasn't a Michael Jordan story, where you could see some athleticism, but he just didn't have the heart. Daniel, he was a praying mantis that a genie wished into a human body. There was no possible way. His brain wasn't part praying mantis. I've never seen somebody's hands just rest comfortably in front of them in this bent position. His knees were always bent. He never stood up without bent knees. He ate flies. He was the worst. What? Oh, yeah. No, the kid was a half praying mantis. He was horrible. <laughs> and he'd stand and just stare at me while the game's going on. Need direction. Daniel, get between your man and the basket, please. And he'd do it, but his back would be... Back to the basket! Just stand there! Forget about the flies! Get your goddamn <laughs> hands in the air! And he just, it, it, his wrists would bend up. Now it just looks like he's got, his elbows were always at his ribs. Like surrendering. Oh, uh, barely though, but not like above your head. They were always like in front of him, like he had a keyboard in front of him all the time. I'm imagining <laughs> a praying mantis typing. Oh, Daniel, God damn it! And I had to pull him aside and say, yeah, I don't think basketball's for you. There's plenty of other sports out there that I'm not coaching that you could be a part of. Of course, his mother came over. Why did you tell Daniel he's not for him? I'm like, have you, have you Are seen? Are you watching the game? Have you seen the kid play basketball? You're, you're not doing him any favors. You're making all the other kids hate him. Nobody took Daniel under their wing. They knew when Daniel was in the game, and they didn't blame Coach. He had to do it. They knew. And I remember our best player's name was Jaron, and he came over and he goes, "Hey, when uh, when Daniel's in the game, get me in the game." I'm like, "Oh, you think I'm not going to do that?" <laughs> By the way, Jaron, you're playing all the minutes. Even though that's not allowed, you're playing all the minutes. In fact, go put Daniel's jersey on and go play for Daniel for a few minutes. Just uh, stand like a praying mantis a couple times. People won't notice. But Jaron recognized it. Let me in the game when Daniel's out there because it's five on four when he plays. So he was like Kelly Leak, just 
taking everything. He was my Kelly Leak. And there was another kid we had named Chase that was pretty good. And the one, and I remember <laughs> another kid's name was AJ. He was our only black kid. He was so fast, but he wanted to dribble. Like, he just, he was like a globetrotter. He just wanted to dribble the whole time. He didn't care about passing or shooting. He was just, he was a madman. Yeah. Keeping the ball away from people. And he was good at it, but he just didn't know what to do once he got past the half. So I, he was my point guard, and I would have to tell him, you know, I got to pass, got to pass. His dad comes up to me at one point. He goes, uh, I know you've got a tough job doing this with these kids, but, uh, Try to keep Daniel out of tonight's game. (laughs) Nobody wanted him to play. The praying mantis was out. And he's like, I really admire what you're doing. I think it's great. Uh, Because I was just helping. I didn't have, it was my friend's nephew. You got any pull? I didn't didn't have anybody on the team. I was the weirdo stranger that came in because my buddy Mark didn't know what he was doing. He had his his nephew's team and the coach quit. He's like, you want to help out? I'm like, sure. I ended up coaching a damn 13-year-old kid's team. Daniel was rough, but AJ's dad comes over and says, hey, let's just keep Daniel on the bench tonight. Can we claim he's injured at all? And we'd laugh. I'm like, nah, that's a good idea if I could put him on the IR. He was that bad, but his mom wouldn't tell him. He was her angel. And he picked his nose. It just it was nonstop nose. 13 years old. Lupus. Picked his nose. Constant practice. I'd just look over and I'm like, you know, that might be something we use for defense. Just have him pick his nose so nobody gets close to him and start chasing people with boogers. I guess that's a, a defense of Daniel. Those praying mantis hands. I'll never forget. We did end of the year awards and we gave everybody a nickname. We called him the praying mantis. So it was a Daniel Mantis, blah, blah, blah. It's a, he's got that probably on a wall somewhere. It's still one of his greatest achievements, the certificate of achievement. And we had the most valuable player. Uh, we had a kid named uh, Kashi, something Rag Harashi, and we called him uh, Kashi Carry, like Cash Carry, because yeah. his dad ran a cash store. <laughs> of course great. he did. Oh, no. We had great nicknames. I don't think the kids understood. Kashi Carry. It was great. But the Mantis. Oh. So, if your kid's no good at it, like Brady said, you got to be a parent that says your kid, you're no good at it, and you don't want their legs to explode and have that bill sitting in front of you. It gets to that certain level. Where it's like... Uh, you, just, you know when your kid's no good at stuff by about 12. When or they want to um, take it up. You know what? I want to start playing my sophomore sure. year. You can do that if they, they have can. some athleticism. It's it, That's in their brain. Yeah. Poor Toledo had the opposite. His kid was <laughs> great at it and just decided he didn't want to play. Which would stink. I'd go out for a pack of smokes. Yeah. I'm out. My dad always looked at me, you've got something, you can play. Why don't you, your head's not in this. Because I wouldn't, I just wanted to whip the ball around and be okay at it. I never actually had that drive. You'd see the kids who did. You knew the ones who were, like, we played with Albie Lopez, who ended up on the Diamondbacks. I knew he was going to be really good when I was 13. Like, he's a pro. Like, something's, like, this dude is just hyper-focused on baseball. He loves it. And I thought I was. Uh Uh-uh. You meet the kids are going somewhere, they're different. They just are going forward. Baseball is all they think about. And then in the meantime, they're getting all the girls, too, which is crazy. Yeah. Look at your kids today. If they walk like a praying mantis, get them a violin or something and put them in the band. We don't want to see any more Nick Chubbs out there. It's just horrifying. It's terrible. Uh, it's 6.05. We've got uh, uh, today is another day of glorious golden ticket giving away. Uh, later this morning, for those of you who didn't pay attention yesterday because it's a Monday, Somewhere, but this doesn't count. I'm just warning you right now, it doesn't count. 
uh, in the uh, between eight and ten o'clock. That's when we do this. Eight and ten o'clock, we're gonna have the golden ticket sounder. Now, somebody emailed me yesterday and said I can't hear sounder anymore because of what the Urban Dictionary's done. Oh, it's a sound. Oh, yeah. I just think if it's just due to or it's a description of people who just stuff things inside their we'll call it a drop. Yeah, it's a drop. Yeah. But it is a sounder technically, but you're right. It is uh we'll call it a drop until the internet ruins drops too. But when we get to the sounder, you guys will be the eighth caller. He put the number in, 602-585-9800. Five questions you'll be asked if you're the eighth caller. Uh that will be uh, whether or not you're a super Survive fan. the gauntlet you're in. Yeah, you're listening for this. This doesn't count. This is a non-sanctioned version. We're just giving it out as an example. But here it is. Uh, I've got a golden ticket. This is what you're listening for. Because I've got a golden ticket. If you hear that between 8 and 10 o'clock, dial it up. It can happen any time. Yesterday it was right in the middle of a ghost song. Yeah. Just any time. You know how many emails I got yesterday? Those stupid oh, sons of bitches. Non stop. How do you just, not know Brady's first name is yeah. David? These people don't know the show. And I'm not so sure I want that guy on the plane. I know. But you'll win a trip to go celebrate the, the morning show's 22nd birthday in Vegas. But yeah, don't be a crazed person that, you know, although you're not wrong. Poor guy couldn't remember Porkopolis. That's the one that, that blew me away. That was the guy. I've been losing for 18 years. What was Brady's restaurant? Dicks and hoes? No, it's but that wasn't a Dickies barbecue? Yeah, it, was, it was delicious Dickies. What do you call it? Rib barbecue? Yeah. Which, you know, is the kind of language Ribs Brady might stuff. Yeah, that that's actually something. He didn't even have an and. Rib barbecue. Yes. Brady went in a Neanderthal opened a restaurant. Rib barbecue. Yes, good. Fire. Delicious. So uh, get ready for it. Once again, this doesn't count. When you hear that, you could be going to Vegas with it. How's about them at? So get ready uh, with your phone and don't start calling us yet. And don't get mad at people who can't, like they're freezing under pressure. It might be you. Don't put that uh, out into the ether that, because one of these days you might be the eighth caller and you've just basically all over everybody else and then you get a question that makes everybody else think you're an idiot. So recognize the competitions there. Still have four openings for our set jet plane. We're only taking 15 people and five of the 15 are us and one liaison. I don't know if it's Dom Who's or Who's responsible for I don't know if it's Well, see, here's the thing. Ben, uh, our uh, promotions guy, is supposed to go with but he's also supposed to have a back surgery. So it's coming up around the same time. So it might be Dominic. Oh, we can run all over him. That's no big deal. Well, we, can run, we could knock Ben over, yeah, too. We're good. He'd like it, though. <laughs> but Dom is a guy that, uh, yeah, that we'll, we'll, don't worry about that. Our chaperone is going to be, we're going to be carrying him around. <laughs> so I'm not worried about that. But he's going to be the babysitter for the crew. Okay. We're not going to do it. So there's five of us. So then there's only ten slots left. Four of them will be picked through the Golden Ticket Giveaway. One for the Pick the uh, Temp on Saturday contest that's going on at 98kupd.com. Guess the temp from newacunit.com. How about that? So you can win it. And I'm starting to come around on the idea that the random person might be the best one on the plane. We'll see. But uh, I think the rando from the Guess the Temp thing might be a little bit more stable than the lunatics we have emailing about how they know everything about us. And I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. We better have that little metal detector up just in case it's set jet because these people are potentially bananas. (laughs) 
but it's going to be fun. Can't wait. That flight's my favorite part of the whole thing. Can't wait to fly on that private jet. Oh, it's gorgeous. And we're leaving on Friday the 13th. No better time to go to Vegas than Friday the 13th. It'll be the best 25 minutes you've ever had in the planet. <laughs> yeah, they're just going <laughs> to go. That's fine. That's probably true. He's going to gun it. See what this bird can do. But yeah, Friday the 13th in Vegas. That's when they, they turn the slots up a little bit to get you to their anti-bad luck. It's great. Is that what oh, I, with? I love it. That's what I go with. Got to <laughs> twist. I'm Phil Mickelson. I'll twist my gambling problem all year long. Uh, it's 610. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 602-585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Thank you very much, Alliance. It's 634 here in the Morning Sickness, and off we go on this uh, Tuesday morning. We had a What Would Brady Do interrupt us yesterday, so we'll uh, we'll sneak one of those in before it's all over. Uh, I have a question that I don't know can be answered, but and I like what's going on. We have officially entered, you thought it was weird before in politics, we've officially entered uh, idiocracy. I don't understand what the deal is with uh, what, what I like to call Sling Blade me. If Sling Blade and I had a child, it would be John Fetterman. It would be the dude from Pennsylvania. It's, he can be he, at a definite um, reunion. Yeah. It'd be, I hate it because uh, they show him. He dresses like me. He drives a Jeep. He's gigantic. That's different than me. But he, uh, he, he's, if Sling Blade and I had a kid, it would be John Fetterman. They just changed all the rules in Congress to allow it so this idiot doesn't have to wear a suit he can go in in his hoodies and jean shorts so one of the girls yesterday and i'm like here we go so it's fine i'll wear a bikini if there's no dress code anymore i didn't see this yes so and i don't remember which one it was hopefully it's that uh aoc because as dopey and she's still holding up communist as she is i'd like to see that thing start flashing those cans around a little bit but nancy pelosi not so much don't put feinstein in a oh, bikini God. and roll her out either that's just that's just cruel she wouldn't know what is it that makes it so you can't put a suit on? I don't like suits. I don't want a job where suits are required. The last time I was forced to wear a suit was when I, and it wasn't even forcing me. It just was the right thing to do, was when I hosted the fireman's ball a couple of years ago. And you know what I did? I went over to the uh, Macy's at the Biltmore, and I grabbed a suit because I'm off the rack, lucky me, and I taped all the tags to inside the the sleeve and I took it back the next day. What you do? I didn't need the suit, but I went and basically rented one from Macy's for a couple of days. I hate suits. But when it's required, why can't this dude put a suit on? What's with the hoodie? You're getting paid for it, pal. Yes. It's the uniform. You're, repre- it you're a representative. It's in the title of your job. Go put a suit on. And I don't like when people are like, well, that's just no... No, no you wouldn't trust... Any manager that was just wandering around in a hoodie and jean shorts, like something's wrong with our company. If you were trying to buy something important and your, you know, your real estate agent shows up and he looks like he just, you know, got off a bender, you'd be like, I don't like our real estate agent. He doesn't put any effort in. You like people to look the part. Your lawyer comes in to represent represent you uh, in a hoodie. (laughs) Right. Look, dude, I got this. I'm like, you better be Matlock quirky with this outfit right now because otherwise I'm my cousin Vinny. This ain't working for me. You wear a suit. It's just part of it. Or you get exactly what's going to happen where the girls are going to start. Like, the people will fight back and wear some ridiculous clown costume because why wouldn't you? Just to prove a point. And now that's what we're going to argue about. 
Well, didn't Kirsten Sinema show him in the FME boots at one time? Yeah, and everybody lost their yeah. minds because she's part-time lesbian, too, and that was kind of hot. She went through the star wash and then got kind of slutty for a little bit. So if Ted Cruz shows up with a Slayer shirt at, uh, for Congress, <laughs> right. that's I don't okay? Want that. Is that okay? <laughs> it is now. I mean, apparently. I don't want to look at Cruz Congress. did it. Yeah, it would be pretty funny. I don't want to look around <laughs> Congress and see, like, the way I'm dressed today in a George Pickens jersey. It's like, this is not, this is the dude who doesn't care about, you know, serious stuff. I don't want a dude that looks like that to go, sure, war, no war, whatever. Come on in, Trudeau. Let's yeah, talk. Yeah, let's, let's talk. talk about and the North American trade. It just, it, you know, perception is reality. And when you're a slob, it comes across like you're a slob. Now, you could still surprise us, but we can't have that because the de-evolution of what pre- presentable representation looks like will turn into a bunch of dudes. You don't want a skate park to break out there inside of the House of Representatives. Why can't he wear a suit? They what brought change- this on? I don't, but that's my it point. It seems like it came out of nowhere. I'm just the first well, time they, hearing of they it. They just changed it for him. But I what, don't know. I don't know. Why can't you just tell the guy, put a suit on, knock it off? Why can't you just dress up? You know, not even a suit, a button up and some slacks. Just be a decent human being and look, look nice. You're representing a good a, a group of Americans who work hard every day. Some of them have to wear suits to their jobs Maybe and they don't want to either. Suit. No, it's not. It's not a suit. In, it's a hoodie. In his town? No. It, and then his town is a is a hole, and he needs to represent it better so people can actually understand how the world works. Oh, it is Pennsylvania. It is true. I mean, you know. But I guarantee you, you can be as blue collar as he wants. There are people who have to go to work in his town. They're like, I got to put this stupid suit on every day or I get fired. Nobody's changing the rules for that guy. But why is it so? De- why, why is he so medically debilitated? He can't wear a suit. That's, why is he still in office if, I he's, don't know. if he's that medically debilitated? Right, that a suit just yeah. baffles him. I think it's because he can't really button. I think it's... Mm-hmm. He's Sling Blade and me. It's, it's Sling Blade Holmberg. I look at him and I'm like, God damn it, why are you getting famous? Does he wear Velcro shoes too, like you, those old ruse and stuff like that? <laughs> Haven't looked, but I bet he does. <laughs> I don't know why it bothers me, but it does. Because it's not so much him. It's just once you allow that, it's all... Trip, when he got here, I said, are you going to make the uh, sales staff start suiting up? Are you suit every day? Yep. We're represent- We're representing a major company. We have to look good. Like, yeah, it's... Uh, you know, you wouldn't want firefighters showing up and bathing suits and tank tops. And there's a thing. There's like a visual, like a some sort of order that is in line that says... And they're blue shirts. No, it doesn't mean you can't do your job any better, but... If we have a bunch of slobs just dressing however they want, there needs to be some sort of uniform, some conformity in that idea that we all dress nicely. And, you know, if it's your own company, okay, sure. Do whatever you want. You've earned that. Yeah. That's fine. But certain things, they've always said, you, you know, um, you know, for, for a while, um, it's gotten more acceptable. But certain businesses were like, I, we can't have tattoos. Right. And know, that, like that, they just lost sleeve, that I one. Yeah, they that's, just lost that's that dumb. one altogether because everybody decided, so we're going to get them anyway. And that, but you wouldn't go to somebody's wedding dress like that. It's disrespectful. You wouldn't go to somebody's funeral. Like, I didn't feel like putting a suit on. It's not worth it. Like, you would have. We definitely have gotten more casual on oh, that era. But that's, this is beyond casual. Oh, I know. I don't I'm even like going to Walgreens like... the way this guy's dressed. Like, I got to put something on. I look like a pig. You're representing, uh, like, America. What's going on? Well, we would laugh at any other country that some dude came out. I was like, hey, how you doing? I'm one of the reps. I'm like, what is this dude wearing? They don't care. That's third world stuff right there. 
Even those terrible countries, those s-hole countries, the dude's dressed up like a general. Whether he's a general or not, he puts something on to make people think he's more important than he is. I don't get it. Put a, put a suit up. But I am kind of encouraged by the idea that a couple of the ladies are like, fine, I'll just show up. I'll show up in a bikini. I'm like, all right, get that AOC in on this thing. I don't agree with her politics at all, but it doesn't mean you can't give her a run. I'd bang a bang out the cans. I'd, I'd bang a communist. I'd play pretend to be communist for a hot one. That Lauren Boebert, she's a representative, and she was playing uh, grab wee wee with some dude's pee pee, and it got caught on TMZ the other night. Saw that. Uh, did you see why she's not going to date him again? Uh, oh, he's, he's a Democrat. He a Democrat from- <laughs> she didn't know that going uh, in. No, she had to, she had his dick in her hand before she knew his political stance. She's out there giving the guy, she's tugging his horn. And she's like, uh, so anyway, what do you feel about abortion? It's like, ah, I gotta put your horn down. Great cancer. This is a oh, yeah. yeah. Amazing cancer. She's got a crazy face. But we've all there, been there. Yeah, yeah, of course. That means she's fun. She's gonna break out like all sorts of, you know, right-wing nonsense. I don't care. I'm playing along. I'll do it. If you tug my horn, I'm pretty much... For about eight minutes, I pretty much believe everything you believe. It's like Avatar. It's like when you tie your tail to my hair. We're pretty, much jo- we're pretty much joined as one. I agree with... I pretty much agree with anything you think if I trust you to have my horn in your hand. If you're holding my horn, most of my views have turned into your views at that point. Especially if it goes into the danger zone. That toothy thing, you know, ladies have all the power there for a little while. While you're, you know, getting orally pleased, you pretty much take on their politics at that point. Instant commonality. Yeah. I will switch pretty much every stance while it's in there because I don't want to make her mad. Not with that many choppers involved. You start making a crazy right winger or a crazy left winger angry while they're tugging on your horn. Pretty much just you, you comply. If Brett started tugging my horn right now, as awkward as that might be, suddenly I think the RICO laws are stupid. <laughs> Let's move some bodies. <laughs> All of a sudden I'm thinking, RICO, it's a scam. <laughs> Tax <laughs> tugging my horn. I'm with you, buddy. I don't have any opposing views once my horn's in your hand. None. It's got that Lacey Chabert look, uh... Yeah, with Bobert. Yeah, yeah, she's got she's got a little bit of that. Uh, you're right. That's a good comp, especially in this picture. Look at this. Oh yeah, she definitely. Be, oh, Lacey's she be some Hallmark. Lacey's movies. gonna do. Lacey's gonna play her in the movie. Tug my horn. You left for this. Christmas. Yeah, I tugged a horn for Christmas. <laughs> hey, she crossed the aisle to tug a guy's horn. She does have a Lacey Shaper thing going on, and she has a great upper deck. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to find one, but is she still repping? Look at that. In the gold dress. My goodness. She's got a little pooch. We'll forget yeah. that. Yeah. That looks pretty tight to me. Mm-hmm. She expired? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 36. She's all right. She's getting there. Three and a half years to go. <laughs> Three and a half years before those things began. Put her in a bikini. I'm yeah, in. Yeah, let her wander around in a bikini. But she was... Having a good time, making all sorts of noise at some Beetlejuice play and tugging on some dude's wanker. Find out he's a Democrat and she let it go. Why would you announce that? A Nazi could be tugging on my junk and be like, so where, where do you stand politically? I'm like, where do you stand politically? N- Nazi? Okay. 
until this stuff fires out of me, I'm a Nazi too. I pretty Maybe much she was believe trying to convert him. Didn't work. Maybe. Well, she was the one. Nothing about Republican. No, I'm going to stay Democrat. That's, <sighs> that's a bad hand job. If you can't, if you can't make a man switch parties at least for those two minutes, <laughs> you know what? You guys have a lot of good points. Like everything starts to make less and less sense while you're getting tugged, and then once the tug is over, the you're at a moment of clarity of like, no, 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 I'm firmly entrenched in the Republican Party. That's what's great about being a socialist. Those people tug on each other, and I, I'm fine. Going to plenty. Yeah, if you, yeah, everybody gets a run at it. Nope, she's hot. She has to tug you. You're poor. It's the way it works. That's real socialism. Hot girls tugging ugly guys because everybody has to be even. Even Lupus out in uh, left field. Oh, yeah, we get Garth out there getting yanked on by some model like Bobert. Yeah, politics has lost it. All the stuff that's going on in the world, we got to worry about Sling Blade Me uh, wearing suits and Bobert tugging on Dems. <laughs> is she not allowed? Is that where we are now? You're not allowed to jerk a Democrat off if you're a Republican? Is that. I guess for some. Ooh, God, we don't want to see her in a bikini. Oh, Bobert? No. Uh oh. The one that said she'd wear a bikini. No, no. Who is it? Susan Collins. Oh, Jesus Christ, lady. That was a threat against America. That's a threat to national security, this woman. She looks like Lady Elaine Fairchild from uh, Mr. Rogers. Bobert, yes. This one? No. No, my God. Boomerang, boomerang, boomerang. I wave my magic boomerang. What's up, tits? Fetterman's going to be in a tux. Now. Yeah, yeah Schumer's going to turn that one right around. Fetterman's going to look like uh, young Frankenstein in that. They should dress Fetterman up in a tux and make him do the putting on the Ritz once. <laughs> For a hand job from Bobert. If you have a place to can go to. All right, nice job, John. Sit down. That's the best vote you've had. Yeah, sling blade me in the non-suits. I don't get it at all. But that's the world we live in now, where the simulation's so destroyed. That's the lady that said she's coming in a bikini? That's what somebody God, just emailed damn me. Damn it, Fetterman put a suit on. Yeah. They, pick, they picked Go the right woman to fight that battle. Yes, they did, because John Fetterman is not getting sized today. And which side do you dress on, Mr. Fetterman? going to go with left on that ridiculous but yeah you find the goofiest looking one and you say all right stick the lady with the scarecrow hair out there in a bikini and see what we got going on that lady walks in her backyard and all the birds fly away it came to life light it on fire Fire good threat though i like that she i like that she recognizes that her in a bikini is Horrifying to people, and we'll get things will change. Congress will That's finally. That's how I see you in that hoodie. <laughs> We're going to get things done. Yeah. Yeah. The Phoenix Police Department has just authorized tank tops and dickies for their new uniforms. How you feel now? Is that <laughs> how you guys doing? Look like a bunch of Italians coming out of a trailer. Hey, what's the problem? Oh. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe change everything up for Congress and do uh, what the judges do. Put on that robe. Yeah, wear that something to cover it up. doesn't worry about what you wear. Not a bad idea. Everybody gets that. It's like, uh, you yeah. know, yep. school. They make them wear one solid uniform. They all have to wear it. You're right. The robe is not a bad idea. 
and then take it off and wander around in your hoodie and your shorts. Yeah, I don't get the Fetterman thing. Sling blade. God damn it. He looks too much like a, a big dopey version of me to get notoriety. Can't wait till he goes away. There's nothing worse. There's nothing worse for your ego. You know what you look like? Oh, no. This is going to be Squidward or Fetterman. That could have been John Fetter, Fetterman. Yeah, thanks. That could have been Dr. Oz. It could have been Dr. Oz. We could have had a TV superstar in a nice suit. But Fetterman beat him. How bad are you at running for something if a guy who barely speaks any words anymore won't wear a suit beat you? I'm voting for the big one. <laughs> I don't get it. Doesn't make sense. And then Brett's people were in action over the weekend. I don't know if you saw this. The news, we got to get this Cronkite school churning up. I need to go start teaching these kids how to do news. Man with traumatic injury rescued after friends left him alone in Grand Canyon. I don't know if you saw this. There's a group of six dudes on like a seven-day through the bottom of the canyon hike. One of the dudes uh, has like a busted shoulder. Something happens to his shoulder. He can't go on. And they left him there. Your people did this. Those weren't his friends. Is that the, that uh, Italian hike? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, well, who, you know. Follow me through Guido's Adventures. We'll take you to the bottom of the canyon. And you'll see lots of stuff. And uh, then we'll all come out. Well, not all of us, but you know what I mean. So dude gets a shoulder injury and he can't make it out and they left him, which means they didn't anticipate what he did next, which was get help and a helicopter coming and getting him a couple hours later. They left him at night, too. Like, well, we've got to go on without you. They're claiming they were his friends. They were killing him. You don't leave your friend in the bottom Where of the Grand Canyon. Where were they going? Continue on their vacation? Or were yeah, they well, they had a from- hike. It was like deliverance. Like, but there was no flood coming. They didn't have to get out of there. They could yeah, have just cut it short a day because of an injury. Don't ruin our seven days. Left the dude there. Not one reporter has said, this is foul play. If Brady and I are on a walk... And then, uh, well, well, Papa goes pretty rough on you. Brady rolls an ankle. I can't. Go on without me. Okay. Hey, asshole. I was th- just something you say. Nope, I'm leaving. Bye, ye. I'm killing you. And the last thing I expect is to see your ugly mug on the news after a helicopter rescue in the bottom of the Grand Canyon. Guess Canada. who made it? He, exactly. This is a movie. Oh, my God. He made it? We're doomed. Now this dude's going to kill all of his friends. Can you be friends with him again? They weren't really friends. No, they're murderers. All five yeah, of them. That's Jimmy Hoffa. He'll tell yeah, you about exactly. that, that last car ride. You walk him out to uh, when uh, Sill took Adriana mm-hmm. in The Sopranos. She trusted him. They were going. He was driving her off to a safe place. Remember? Yep. But what he had to do was take her out into the woods and kill her. And she realized about halfway through, oh no, he, he's going to shoot me. And he did. And then he left. The mantis is down. There's we more of his story. Channel three on your basketball team. <laughs> oh, you think, you think that Daniel's coming? <laughs> the praying mantis. He's sixty-three years old. Uh, hiking the canyon with four, four, four of his friends, and they called for help, but they left. So they called for help, thinking, "Well, this is going to take a couple of days for anybody to get down here." Well, what they didn't realize was there was a little opening there; they could get a helicopter down and shoot him back over to Flagstaff. So we made it. They were killing that guy. So, all right, well, at least they called. Well, did they? You do that to cover your ass. Yeah, but so you delay for a couple hours. You stay with the guy. Yeah, until the they pick him up. 
there's no there's no heroic go on without me moment from the dude who's injured. You stick around him. Here's a bag of jerky. Late. Brett almost dropped dead on a bike ride with me once. A couple of times actually, but one was really bad. <laughs> we didn't leave him. We tried to get him some ice. Well, you knew better. Well, that's true because people would yeah. come for me later. Yeah. <laughs> so I heard that yeah, you, you don't, were like, you, don't yeah, you don't find that's Italians a bad example. 108 degree bike rides. We're out with two people and Dom yeah. went down. <laughs> that was great. Though. We did leave Dom for a while. Just to, <laughs> you know why we left Dom is because we went and got the other people that were away. Hey, come back, you got to see this. The Barney Rubble's down. It's great. And it was in the parking lot. Yeah, so and it Dom wasn't like you were deep in the trails. Six inches on his e-bike and then fell off the sidewalk. <laughs> and we did leave him. Like Dom, you'll make it back. Yeah, you don't, no man left behind. You don't just leave. Even a war when it's really bad. The, I don't know what these dudes were thinking, but the news is like, isn't it great that they got him out? Like, no. Ask some questions of the dudes who left him there. They should, and how do you go, hey, good to see you. We didn't think you are going to make it. I don't, I don't care how bad it is. When Brett was on Squaw Peak with Josh and I from Action Ride Shop, and we started, and he's riding this last hill. And we look back, and you can see it in his face. Brett was no longer olive skin. Nobody was home. <laughs> he was missing an action in the eyes, and the face was an odd grayish, <laughs> betterman-y kind of look. Like, uh-oh, Brett's not going to do well if we don't get it. And then he sat under an acacia tree, which provided no shade, and we just took our backpacks and put the icy packs on his neck. Like, you're having some trouble here. Uh, do we, have, we didn't have a hero pack yet, but you got no, to your house water, we did, yeah. And it fixed it, yep. which was really weird. Because, like, he went back to color and everything. You were normal again right after the hero. Yep. Wilderness Athlete saves the day. We didn't have him with us. We just had our water. He drank them all. We got him home. But if we'd have left you, could you be my friend again? No. no. You, yeah, you don't. You just don't. Unless you want the dude. As much as the yeah. person saying, no, you go, go ahead, go ahead, I'll be fine. You're still staying there. Yeah. I mean... If Brett would have said, go on without me, I'm like, he's hallucinating. He doesn't want us to really go on without him. Because if you went on and something happens. We were we were happy about feel- it. Would you? Unless you wanted to kill him. If I went on right. and That's something happened, I couldn't even ride past that homeless dude. When I was going, like a few weeks ago, when I was riding over that uh, pedestrian thing and I saw that dude laying out, I tried to, like, muster up the, uh, just keep going. Should have kept going? I should have kept going. I didn't. I called the fire department. I made sure he's all right. He crushed a couple of my waters. You don't leave a dude at the bottom of the Grand Canyon by himself ever. You know how dark it is down there? Horrifying. And there's probably headhunters. It's like Gilligan's Island. I don't know what's going on down there. Can't be good. Probably animals we haven't even discovered yet. Show up at night and start eating hikers. Yeah, there's something more to this. There's a lot more to this. But you know who's not telling us about it? Goddamn Channel 3, 12, 5, 10. Hayden, I need you on this. Just call your wife. That used to be my wife. We're getting out of here. I bet you somebody found out that that dude stuck his stuff in the wife. (laughs) You know, Barry's your wife. Let's take him to the canyon. Don't let on that we know about him your wife, though. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough not saying something. Just, we'll take care of this. 63, what? you'll be fine on this bike. The, Trail ride. <laughs> Come on. The you love this trip. last thing they expected is his happy, smiling ass on the news with a sling. I made it. Oh, he's going to come back and bang your wife some more because he got out. 
be like when uh, Chrissy and uh, Polly left uh, left yeah. the guy in the Pine Barrens. The Russian guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. No. The best episode of The Sopranos, no. the Pine Barrens. And the Russian, they have no idea. Right. That was because they were wanting to kill the guy. Man, I thought for sure he was coming back. <laughs> they were on a I don't even know what this is, though. There was a, They were three or four days into the hike, and they had three or four days left. So they were going down to the bottom, through the bottom of it, and then back out somehow. And I like hiking. That's a lot of hiking. That's eight days. And 63 years old. It's not like you're that old, but yeah, you don't need to do that. There's YouTube and stuff. Get somebody who's younger with a GoPro on their head and just follow along on TV. Planet Earth, man. Yeah, Blue Planet, Planet Earth. There's some amazing stuff. I've been to the bottom of the sea. I don't need a submersible or anything. I Just give me some uh, Attenborough and a nice uh, 4K television. And now we see animals that no one's ever seen. Yep, that's right. And this is the only way to do that. Let the brave souls in the weird little filming camera thing that goes 5,000 feet under the water. And now the bottom of the Grand Canyon. Right. I'm, that's a perfect visual for me. I'm on my couch. Safe. But yeah, they made their way. Uh, they, they landed the helicopter, and it was pitch black. And they get down in the helicopter and then hike over across a creek and find him immediately. Which <laughs> the other dudes are like, we killed him. Isn't it great? They were probably slapping high fives. And then they hear an helicopter landing in the canyon. You don't suppose that's getting Barry out, do you? No f- way. <laughs> it leaves. Hey, I'm on the news. My shoulder hurts. And the worst part is, they banged him up and left him to get eaten or something. Because pitch black. They didn't leave him with a flashlight. That's the other thing. Like, no flashlights or food or whatever. Just here you go. You're done. In a, by a creek. These pricks tried to kill a guy in Channel 3. We're going 3. for help. It's going to take us four days. <laughs> and even if you weren't trying to kill him, how do you come back now? So I understand you guys left Barry down in the canyon after he hurt his arm. Yeah, we're not real proud of it. So did they finish out their trip? I don't know. They think they're still on it. <laughs> they got two <laughs> days <Yeah>. left. <laughs> they got a couple days to go. <laughs> Do you visit Barry in the hospital? Uh, how you Barry? Doing? Hey, what's going on? You pricks, get out of here. Hey, how's your arm? Honestly, glad you're out. It was Todd's idea. You really wanted to finish the hike on time. It's like his uh, IV's low. Put this bag on. <laughs> I brought you a new IV. You get the f- out of my room. This is an Italian hit, if I've ever seen it. If you've ever watched any mob movies, this is what happens. They take you into really isolated, strange places, and a casino. They didn't know that that was going to happen. They go out in a cornfield, and then they realize this is brutal. You get the bats out. It's like, this is how you do it? Oh. Allegedly. And he's st- Nikki's still breathing. Yeah, when they're putting Start their dirt on him, starting puffs out. Bury him alive. Like, oh, it's brutal. Anyway, a traumatic injury to his shoulder, which means one of them hit him with a bat. Thought he was out and left, and he's not talking because he's no he rat. Knows. He's no rat. They'll come back if, they, if that's what they do the first time. Imagine they'll make it quick the second time. You keep your dick out of my wife. You're gonna live down here. You like big holes? He's one. The canyon. Now go f- this up. This is a hit. I want to. I want to hear from the other guys. Uh, why aren't they? Uh, that's another thing. Cronkite School Abroad. Why aren't you interviewing the dudes who left him? I'd be at the end of that trailhead waiting for those three to show up. 
He's not ratting them out. He knows they got no, too much. No, he ain't saying a like, thing. They left me with a bacon blanket but, and uh, <laughs> right. some other supplies. They all peed on me <laughs> and then left me with a bacon, a bacon blanket. They said it would keep me warm. You guys know where the Chupacabra lives? Because I do. Yeah, there, there should be a reporter at the end of that trailhead going, one, two, three. There they are. That's the crew I need. Where's your fourth guy? I saw you guys go in with four. Oh, yeah, he's out. He's good. He's at the hospital. Let me ask him so many questions. Yeah, for. what do you got all oh, these questions for? You read the book? You got away with it. I bet you they didn't know. They got out of that trail and were like, oh, good, he's okay. We're in trouble. Where's the news? Where This is a murder. <laughs> Scott Haynes says, maybe there was no other options. <laughs> good stuff. Anyway, good luck with that, because you're all going to never know the truth so long as our news is addicted to other things. And then there's another one where, uh, I, this is great, though. These people got kicked off an airplane because they stunk so bad. They're, good. Uh, oh, it's glorious. Good. Nothing the, worse. the news covered it. Oh, yeah. Well, they smelled terrible. And they got on the plane. And uh, evidently, they smelled so bad, people complained. And the, the stewardess, if that's what you call them, still goes over and says, I'm sorry, there's been an emergency. We're going to have to ask you guys to get off the plane. So like, an emergency? So they walk them off the plane, and then they explain to them, like, there's been a body odor complaint to the point where people were really didn't. And the guy goes, it's because we're Jewish, isn't it? So he turned it immediately and made them so they're Jewish. And then he's on the news because he made a big stink, so to speak. And on the news, he's asking other people in the airport to wander by and smell him. And they're like, he's okay. So it might be because he's Jewish. Wow. That? He's like, look, watch this. Smell me. If that happened at the airport, I'd just punch a guy square in the nuts. Come here for a second. He's got, smell me. You crazy? Poink. But people are walking by going, yeah, you're fine. I don't, it's not bad. Imagine a flight attendant. Uh, we got to come up to the jetway. I'd close the door real quick. All right, let's go. Move it. Go, 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 go. go. They're out. If anybody got kicked off the plane, it would have been Brady for farting in the tube on the Southwest Airlines where the stewardess sprayed him with strawberry air freshener that time. That you should have been removed for. Instead of the chuckle hut you became for 25 minutes of a flight. (laughs) I've never seen a flight attendant tell someone, you're disgusting, sir. (laughs) I'm pregnant. My senses are heightened. <laughs> he didn't have a word for it. laughing like a tickle me Elmo. <laughs> Brady, do you realize that this is not something you should be proud of? I farted on the. She did the. I smell like strawberries. And farts. On a, you are when you're the grossest dude on the Southwest Airlines flight. You've done some work. We hadn't even left the. <laughs> the gate thing and Brady couldn't I couldn't help it it's been on deck for a couple minutes <laughs> I didn't help oh Jesus Christ <laughs> yeah and we didn't get removed and should have that was disgusting bright red little front row people still getting on the plane Smelled like strawberries and farts and you knew who did it, too. Best flight ever. No, it wasn't. It was awful. Because <laughs> then I had to be like your caretaker. They had to think I was making sure that the young, mentally challenged guy got to his place. Meanwhile, Fetterman is his caretaker. We look like Urban Cowboy. Or not Urban Cowboy. What was the one? Midnight Cowboy. 
Ratso Rizzo in the, in the <laughs> John Voight. Yeah, don't do that. It's not good. I'm getting a lot of emails here about uh, the, the contest we're doing. Another 45. What happened? Nothing. I can just imagine him smelling like a stripper just getting off stage for oh, spraying it with the strawberry. And just spray. giggling. You, uh, and he's so proud. Even to this day, he just sits in pride in that moment. It's all fabrication. It is. None of it is fabrication. That's that's your go-to is to pretend it didn't happen. None of that is fabric. What part's fabricated? She's pregnant. She's she was pregnant. sure she doesn't get any of that. She didn't get any of that smell. What is fabricated? Because we're laughing about the farting thing. What was fabricated? Uh, that means that, nope. You're, that sir, means, you're disgusting. Sh- that's what, that is disgusting. She was Whilst, laughing. No, she was not. Yep. She, and that baby <laughs> farted. I know. You were the baby that farted, and you giggled for 25 minutes of takeoff because you couldn't get over You were making me laugh. I was not <laughs> making you laugh. You laugh at farts like a four-year-old. <laughs> I was disgusted by you oh, more than the pregnant lady. I wanted off the plane. You might have noticed me putting a parachute on. I wanted out. She was going to be D.B. Cooper or what? Nothing about that stewardess was enjoying that. You have, a, you have changed the memory that you brought joy to lives with your butthole. You're welcome! <laughs> I am pregnant. You are disgusting. And hosed you off with Glade. And the better, the thing that got me laughing was that you all of a sudden were, Oh, stop it! That's poison! <laughs> and I'm dying. Here we go. Have I ever sprayed anything near you? Brady will lose his mind Yeah. if you have Lysol. Oh, really? <laughs> on me? Yeah. I don't want Anywhere Lysol. near you, you lose it. And that lady hosed him directly. And that is something you do. Come on, stop. That's poison. <laughs> and you were left. Yes, that's exactly how this happened. You can say I fabricated it, but you know that's what happened. None stop. That's poison. That's what you say every time somebody sprays. Watch Not to this. her. Right I know. You don't have to. Your default. Get me something to spray it. I'm going to get on. cancer. Come on, come on. That's poison. <laughs> come on. He gets all grouchy. Meanwhile, he just <laughs> on a pregnant woman. <laughs> somehow, it's a, her hosing him off is somehow or another her fault. Uh, what color is the sky in your world? Blue, baby. Yeah, I don't think you see the same blues as us. Uh, that didn't happen. She was laughing. Time of her life, <laughs> nothing good-looking strangers, and she got home at the end. I love my job. What a great I'm job! Sure that's exactly what she said. <laughs> Ugly John Fetterman and fatter Andy Reid got on my plane and took a <laughs> sh- in my nose today. Honey, I'm so happy. This is my passion. You remember her having a great time. You are delusional. <laughs> You have Maybe she didn't you, have a great time. She wasn't but, uh, happy at all. <laughs> I thought we were getting kicked off. There was nothing about that woman that was like, this is great. But there you were. <laughs> we're having a great time. Us and the laughing stewardess. I love to go <laughs> wandering. Stayed on the plane. Right. Didn't get kicked off. Yeah, and I don't think she gave us drinks. I think she skipped We're us. We're Jewish. We're allowed yeah, on right. the plane. We got to stay because of religious beliefs. Hey, Squidward, tell Andy Reid to knock it off. I'm like, there's no control in him. Evidently, it was on deck. Why don't he, you hand over some of those nuggies? His fingers busted. I, 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 the thing I remember most 
is the phrase, you are disgusting. <laughs> That's what I remember most. She literally told him that? <laughs> she couldn't. Brett, we're the front row of Southwest Airlines. His feet don't touch, so he's swinging. His legs are swinging the ground. <laughs> Did you just crap? She ran to get the strawberry air freshener. Well, he just was so proud of her. She couldn't run. She was because she was she was in her jump seat. We were about ready to take. She's sitting down, facing us, and looks at him. Gets out of the seat, grabs the strawberry air freshener, takes two steps. You are disgusting. Hey, Kookaburra, knock it off. <laughs> We're having fun. She was miserable with you. Come on, stop that poison. <laughs> Not even close. All right, you tell it. There we go. This will be, you don't have, you have Some this. Some gun came out of the uh, restroom and the door opened The restroom, up. on Southwest Airlines, the yeah. restroom isn't up there. In the front. <laughs> Try again, Mr. Fabricator. Go ahead. Try again. Out of the kitchen. There's no kitchen. <laughs> oh, yeah. They served the beverage. They wouldn't have allowed some gung or whatever you called them to come out of the kitchen. Next, next, next lie. She, uh... <laughs> ceiling tiles look good. <laughs> Where's Toledo? Was he Was he with you guys? No, it was just oh, us. Okay. We were going back to Ohio where I had to do... That was also an awkward part of that trip where I had to go back and Brady's mom pretty much had given up on Brady being straight. So she thought we were a gay couple and... Drove me around Columbus showing me all of Brady's history. I'm like, I have no interest in any of this. This is this is where your lover went to elementary school. I'm like, who then? Brady. Okay, assume you guys are gay. He's 40. <laughs> See where this goes? Your cousin <laughs> Charlie. My mom, your, not one minute. Your nephew gay. Charlie, who was like nine at the time, says, I think she thinks you're a couple. And we laughed. I'm like, Charlie sees it. <laughs> Why else would she tour me around Upper Arlington to show me your history? Celebrate me home playing on the radio? <laughs> it's it one of the best tours you can have. Your mom thought you were gay for a little bit. No mom doesn't have it go through her mind. When her single 40-year-old brings a man home. There's four, at least. Right, and they all Women failed. That came. Right, all yeah. those beards didn't work out. They went out. through the tour. And Everyone then, gets the tour. Look, and why? Have you ever it's asked part anybody of the, if they uh, wanted it's part of the deal. you got to tour Brady's it's part of the package. Don't go back to Columbus. <laughs> Brady once got stuck here in, in the fork of that tree trying to climb it. He got, we had to get him out with the fire department. And there's Brady's We drop you off of places because we get a piece of the VIG. If you buy stuff over there at the place, you got to check this store out. There's no gift shops. It's, it's, it's the worst tour I've ever been on. Uh, it, Steamboat, Dolly Steamboat, worst. Okay. Brady's right. mom's tour of Brady's life. This is Brady's life. We climb into a minivan with Brady's nephews and drive around Upper Arlington talking about places Brady's walked. He was here once. Is he, he's still alive. I mean, can we start new memories? And Brady's no better. He's sitting in the front, happy as a clam. Yep, there's my elementary school. Golden Bears. Okay. Can we go home now? Here's Hungry Hermans. Good tats. Oh, we didn't go by Hungry <laughs> No, we didn't, but we talked about it a lot. <laughs> anyway, you're disgusting. Stop, that's poison. <laughs> Very true, Mr. Fabrications. <laughs> I would, I would strap up. That was a up. good version of it. I tell you, it is told. the version of it. That's why it's so good. You can't write this stuff. I'm creative, but that's way beyond my, that's out of my pay, pay scale. Strap me, Ben Carl, detective for the Phoenix Police Department, bring the lie detector down. 
Put it on. I'll tell that story the exact same way, and you'll watch that line do nothing. This dude is balls out telling the truth. There might have been some flatulence. Might have been. (laughs) Uproarious laughter, flatulence, a woman hosing you off. You worried suddenly about cancer. (laughs) Stop it, that's poison, come on. That's assault. It isn't. You assaulted our senses. She, She gave them back. That was not the intention of what I was talking about. But, hey, join us on an airplane to Vegas. You'll see for yourself. This guy can't hold it for more than 10 minutes, I know. In fact, that's why in the video that you're seeing online, I turn to Brady and go, and remember, no farting on the plane. It's because of that moment. You can't control it. Son of a bitch. (laughs) I did it in the video. I couldn't. I can't imagine how many times you look around like, I crop dusted the whole place. <laughs> but you, you're incapable of it. Because when you fart, you know when he does, he's just walking down the hall smiling. <laughs> he just farted. <laughs> God forbid he does it on a plane, and I look at him and go, What is going on? What is wrong? <laughs> Huge laughter. Bright red face. And to sit with strawberry shortcake for three hours to Columbus. It was terrible. Heaven. Poison. I'm sure that's what she thought. Poison. Uh, yeah. Oh, she was thrilled. <laughs> this guy says, uh, hey, John, I signed up for the guest the temp online. Uh, I guess 98. However, since I work nights, uh, as I sent this at 226 in the morning, I can only listen during my com- my commute home roughly from 7 to 8. I have zero chance of winning your game. Can I pay to tag along? private plane ride would be amazing. You guys are fun. I promise not to feed Brady. Uh, you never get what you don't ask for. Either way, happy 22nd. Uh, uh, you've made it all the way to... He just lost his cat at 21 and a half years past. Sorry about that, Michael, but that's a pretty good run for a cat right there, 21 and a half. Jeez. As old as the show. For crying out loud. Uh, another guy says, uh, if you listen on the app, you're a few seconds delayed from what's going on, on the radio, so none of us app listeners... Have a chance to win the contest. We get screwed. I would get. I'd get all five questions. That's guaranteed. Fix this delay. Well, here's what we're doing though. When you hear the little sounder play, when the drop of "I've Got a Golden Ticket" plays, we wait to unbusy the phones. Probably a minute. Yeah, when we get done talking about whatever yeah, we're like, lying about to each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever Brady's li- lies, lies. When we get done hosing Babar off over here. Then we get to the phone. So usually we, we've we've built that in to, like, if you're listening and it's on a delay or on the app or whatever, we, there's usually a minute. So, the again, the best bet for this thing is when you hear that go off, just start dialing. Nobody's any later than anyone else because we have the phones blanked out for an extended period of time to make up for the delay. In fact, the people listening right now are eight seconds behind what we're actually doing anyway. So we have to kind of wait to catch the... Like what's out on the air has to get in through the speakers and into your head, and that takes ten seconds anyway. So then another ten or fifteen for the app people, and all the apps are on different times. Like if Brady started his app and Brett started his app, they'd be different, yeah. like two or three seconds depending on your bandwidth and your Wi-Fi and all that. So you can still get in, and we wait a couple seconds to get that done. So don't you worry, everybody's in on this. App people. You're just as in as everyone else. And if you're, you know, you're worried, like you said, get on that uh, guess the temp thing you've got until this Saturday. Our first our first official guaranteed winner 
is Saturday. We don't know if we're going to get one this week. The questions aren't that hard, but we have to get, you know, there's only, we have from now until like, it was like two or three weeks of this. And we we anticipate having four winners. It's not going to be easy. This guy says, hey, I'm sorry I'm late to uh, to the topic here. My wife and I are on our honeymoon in Europe and listening to the podcast. I'm not even going to finish reading this. What the f*** are you guys doing listening to us in Europe? No kidding. So I'm chiming in on the conversation of fat people back home you had what will be a couple days ago. Uh, we do everything to accommodate fat, lazy people. Now, here in Europe, they don't do anything for them. They have stairs, and if you can't get up the stairs, sorry. If you can't fit through the cow gate on a hike, oh well, we're not moving it. It's so rare to hear to see giant people here. It's actually noticeable. They walk everywhere. They're all active. They eat portions a quarter of the size of what we have here. Uh, take a real Ching Chavez trip. I highly recommend Switzerland. By the way, it's expensive, and they don't care. <laughs> Keep the trolls away. <laughs> That's a trip for me. No riffraff. Epic mountain biking. If you can ride in Arizona, you can ride the Matterhorn, no problem. I hired a guide, rented an awesome bike, and I'm out here uh, listening to you guys on the honeymoon. Well, Hayden, happy honeymoon, but man, oh, man, ride your bike, enjoy the Matterhorn, and take a break from this nonsense for a couple days. We're not that good in, in Europe with Zermatt, beautiful new bride tuning in on the app. I give that about 18 months. I was going to say, she can't be that boring already, can <laughs> right? she? She can't be done with her words firing up podcasts. Well, we could be having loads and loads of newlywed sex, but I'd rather listen to Brady fart stories. <laughs> they must have been dating for like 15 years before they finally tied the knot, because that's a ridiculous thing to do on your honeymoon. I don't even like, I don't think anybody wants to listen to me. Like, in person. Like, if Megan and I had the honeymoon, she wasn't into conversation at that time. Anything she could to not. Uh, And then we had the What Would Brady Do uh, We Missed Yesterday because of the golden ticket. And it's a good one. I wanted to get this one out there. This Dear Brady, uh, I have signed up for OnlyFans. I'm a divorced dad of three. My oldest daughter is 19, a beautiful ASU student. I'm very proud of her. Her friends are all beautiful people, too, all of them. And they like me because I'm the cool dad, but I'm not trying to be the cool dad. I just am. Uh, I'm in good shape. I look good for my age, which isn't that old. Uh, Well, one of her friends has always been my favorite. And she recently told me she got a page. And I'm all over it. And she and I have struck up a bit of a thing. She knows I follow her. uh, And I pay her a little bit here and there. Should I leave it here and quit this or push for more than just the OnlyFans since I'm close? KV. Well, you know, if you You. go forward with it, you're pretty much creating a a bad situation with your daughter, which I don't think would be worth it. What does she have to know for? She'll know. Broads talk, but yeah. here, okay, devil's advocate. Most women end up hating their friends anyway. Very rarely do women have long-time friends. That's they have true. one. That's right? true. They usually have one long-term friend, and all the rest of them come and go. And what's really bad is, like, they pop up out of nowhere. They'll hate each other for 12 years. I've seen it with my sister. I've seen it with Megan. I've seen it with every woman I've ever known. As They just have this one friend that just shows up out of nowhere that they used to be friends 10 years ago, and God knows what happened. 
And it's usually something stupid, like one didn't invite the other to a thing, or there was like, I don't know what it is. And they just don't like each other anymore. And then they about, pop up like this? it never happened, and then they start hanging out again, and then they start hating each other again. So your daughter's going to end up hating this girl. So yeah, okay. Then um, and if you're comfortable with your daughter dating one of your friends, then there's no... Good point. Strong point. No like. problems there, then. So maybe you discuss it with your daughter. What would you think? Not necessarily a friend, but if I'm dating a girl that's a lot younger than me. As a dad. And I say this because I don't have a kid. So this is the times where I don't have any idea. I think it would be kind of a benefit if your friend was successful, single, had his crap together, and your 20-year-old daughter liked him. Isn't that better than some broke dick 21-year-old weed head that can't get it together? Works at Chiba Hut. Yeah. And I understand the age thing. Yeah. You're also saying, uh uh-oh. This is a friend that I went to high school with, or we're in college now. Whoever. Right. And she's dating my dad. Then it gets serious and marries my dad. Now, all of a sudden, whatever your dad has been working on, which you don't have anything saying in, but it gets to the problem of, uh-oh, this person's getting half the, your stuff. the kingdom. <laughs> so you worry about the inheritance. It just happens. No, I know way. it does. You're absolutely right. There's no question. It, as long as you, you, and you, in order for that to work, you have to remove all of so that. So tell your dad, hey. This is going to happen. This age difference might lead to like changes when she turns 30, 35, and she's a different human being, and you're 60 something. Uh, well, let's get it in writing here that this is not going to be half If, if it goes that far, but I don't think it's wrong to um, open up the communications there because you're, I mean, but at when that you rather, age, she's 43. Yeah. You should be high fiving your buddies, not going for expired milk. Definitely high five. Forty three. You're, you're but wouldn't you rather have your daughter date Brett than one of the promo guys? Brett's oh, fifty. Yeah, well, They're like twenty four, twenty five. But you're looking at them going, it's gonna be years before they get this together. It's still it's weird, I guess. Oh, it's as weird. A, it's weird as a dad to, to be more acceptable. Where you think, well, I got no problem dating with a right with your awesome when it's your daughter or something. Yeah. Oh, and that's it. What feels a lot older. It is, and it and is it creepy. Is. It is weird. Yeah. Like I still, you know, the story of uh, Flip Orly, the comedian. Yeah, dating his buddy's daughter. Yeah. He's a babysitter. But anybody Flip Orly dates, and it it's a bad idea. I guess working out in a way, but then it didn't work out. Oh, it didn't work out at all. Yeah. Nothing about that worked out. Batman brings up a good point. Does he just want to bang her, or does he want like right. to start dating her? That's the scary part. And then if he just wants to bang her, he's no better than any of those 25-year-old promo kids that just are like lost at sea. Yeah, I mean, at least he's no, going to take her to Stake 44 right. instead she of like going meal. to Sizzler. Yeah, and I know there'd be a Tuesday. fallout you know, on that side, but I, I don't know. Think about to say it, you're the parent. This is your daughter. Think yeah, about what's gonna the you. repercussions that'll happen to your daughter. Whether oh yeah, her dad's the one that's banging all the friends. Yeah, yeah. I just think there's a you know you hate to see it. There's My dad I think there's other him. options. I think you can make. Oh, if sure, he's a good looking options. dude, you can. Right, but I mean, you know, good looking dude. I don't got think this you want to ASU OnlyFans chick that likes him. And again, she's not exactly showing exactly great she's decision on making skills. That's why I say talk about it with your daughter. I want to bone your friend. Would yeah, you how be does that conversation? Family? How do you yeah, how do you talk to your daughter about that? that? Well, 
that would be better discussion than finding out after the fact. And if your daughter gives you the thumbs up, see, that's when it gets weird to me. It's like it's almost better that you do it kind of in the shadows. And hoping they don't find out. Leave it down there in the canyon, if you know what I mean. I just think that one is, like you said, the chicks talk. But I don't, you know, it's not like. That's a tough one. But as a guy, if your dad started dating one of your friends and it was a girl, you'd be all proud of him and stuff. Oh, I'd high five him. Yeah, if my dad might started... be a little pissed that I didn't get in there <laughs> first, you my... know. But you know, other than that, I'd be good. <laughs> my dad made it clear that there were a few of my sister's friends he would like to have had sex with. He never did anything about it, but it was right. very, he was very flirty. It was, it was different. He was a different human being. He wasn't the guy telling me to shut up, and he wasn't, you know, turn it. That's all I ever heard. I thought that was my name for a few years. But when uh, my sister's friends were there, can I get you guys some tea? Tea? Who are you? Who gets tea for people? Who are you? Shut up. Anyway, Lisa, are you doing all right? How's work? Like, when do you, why are you so caring all of a sudden? Who and needs a back rub? Here's another thing I knew. I, the, my favorite Dan Holmberg day was when uh, we're sitting on the couch on a Saturday. It was hot in the summertime. I'm splayed out looking like Fetterman. I'm unprofessional, like 15 I think we were watching baseball. Uh, you know, the old Bob Costas, Tony Kubek games that were on Saturday afternoon on NBC. He's on the couch. We're just sitting there doing nothing. And my sister comes out, and she's in her bathing suit. She goes, do you care if um, Lisa and Tina come over? Not at all. All right. She leaves, goes back. And my dad goes, well, probably get something done today. And he gets up, and he goes and just does curls for like 30 minutes. <laughs> and I was like, Damn. He's, he pumped his arms up and stuff. And then puts a tight shirt on and sits back on the couch like, I thought you were going to go do something. Nah. He was huge, just jacked up. Lisa comes by, the veins are popping. Hey, how you ladies doing? You want some, I get you some get tea? Get you some tea? <laughs> and then I'd be like, I'll take a tea. Shut up. Huh? Can I have one Turn of those it. teas you're making? Turn the channel. This game sucks. We don't care about the Rangers and Angels. Well, you're right, but... Isn't there head of the class on or something? Ted, are you getting tea for anybody? Saved by the bell. Well, you're up. Shut up, idiot. <laughs> Not for you, moron. Not for you. I'll be right back. And he runs back in the room. <laughs> throwing a few more. Throwing some iron in the air. Say, so, you ladies going swimming in our pool? Thinking about getting it heated. You can come over all year. <laughs> it was weird. And then I'd catch him every once in a while. Because his bedroom window looked out at the pool. So he was doing the Judge Reinhold and Fast Times? I wonder <laughs> if Dan ever gave himself a little... Anyone knock? I mean, what was going on in that pool wasn't human. There was some... It was a music video back then. Giant hair. My sister had great friends. It wasn't fair to a dude like me. It, it just wasn't. Did you hear the song coming out of his uh, bedroom? Yeah. <laughs> I'll be right back, John. <laughs> Don't... Come in the bedroom. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hi, Dan. You want some tea? <laughs> oh, God, she dropped him. Dropped the foamy. Oh, yeah, pick that up. All right, there's my daughter. Get the hell out of the shop. <laughs> yeah, no, I think Dan would have done something terrible. So my mom's out selling real estate on Saturdays, and we just watch baseball and Evidently jerked off to my sister's friends. I didn't know that part yet. I can't imagine he didn't. But I think back when I was 15, he was 40. <laughs> yeah, come on. 
this dude was done hugging. <laughs> this guy was worse than yeah. And my sister's parading these 17, 18 year old perfect bodies. White snake video girls in the background. It ain't right. I gotta talk to him about that. Hey, how many times did you throw down at it? Looking at it. Uh, Dana's friends. <laughs> That's not a comfortable question. Does anybody effing knock anymore? Yeah. <laughs> Dad, we don't even have any tea. Get out of here. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you said there was tea. Go watch TV. Idiot. What are you doing? I'm bored. Let's play catch. Oh, yeah, that's great. We'll go to the backyard. <laughs> All right, grab your glove, boy. It's like 130 outside. My dad and I are chucking the horse hiding around. <laughs> Look at her. Throw it at Lisa. I'll drop it. He had a thing for that, Lisa. So did I. Difference is he could have done it. You guys are fighting in the backyard <laughs> over. <laughs> what are you looking at my lady for? My guy's hot. What are you? I just, what? Why didn't you catch that? You're really good at this. Yeah, he went and lifted weights before my sister's friends came. <laughs> I gotta give him crap about that. I forgot all about that day. And I didn't, well, I should probably get something done. I like something productive. Nope. Swell these guns. Lisa's gonna be impressed. Pervert. We're all perverts. Basically, what I'm saying is, my dad would have done it, and I don't think my sister would have known about it. And then she wasn't friends with her a few years later anyway. Women never stay friends with each other. There's always the one weird friend that hangs around all the time. Just takes one fallout. It doesn't take much. It's one weird didn't pay for dinner. It's one split the bill moment. It's like there's always something strange that makes it so they just stop being friends. Matthias doesn't have a ton of girls. No. Megan doesn't. No. Ronnie doesn't. It's weird. And then sometimes new ones show up out of the blue. And they're around for a couple months and then they disappear. They're besties for weeks. Right. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, do everything together and then they're gone. Dudes have like the same core group of guys that just turn gray together. It's almost pathetic. I mean, my friends and I get together, it's the same group of morons that were in Joe Rouget's best basement wrestling around playing Sega Genesis and throwing fake bodies into the road from his tree. <laughs> We were 20-year-olds stuffing clothes and chucking them out of bodies, or chucking them out of trees at the cars. That's because broads are like, ah, she's so fake. I don't want to deal with her. Something's different about her. She doesn't have a pay. She doesn't even offer. Okay. Well. <laughs> what do you got? What do you got on the big board of musical treats over there, Bert? Uh, wake I gotta up go so- lift some weights. You guys want some tea? <laughs> wake up, saw brought to you by Action Ride Shop, and we've we've talked about it, but it, it's getting there. The weather is amazing out. It's time to get those bikes back out on the trail, and the best way to do it is to make sure you get yourself a tune-up over at Action Ride Shop. Mention KUPD, save yourself 10 bucks, or if you need a new ride, they're going to hook you up. Uh, Santa Fe, Santa Fe, Santa Cruz and Kona's <laughs> are all on sale right now, so go grab a new bike. ActionRideShop.com. This guy, Nathan, says, uh, and Nathan doesn't dabble with the lady, says, if this chick has an OnlyFans page, trust me, I know all about it. She's a total slut. Get your berries drained. Don't make it serious. Don't marry, an, don't marry an OnlyFans girl. Truer words have never been spoken. Don't marry an OnlyFans girl. Can't turn a hoe into a housewife. That's right, Brett. I just heard from our buddy Dale Hellestray. Oh, yeah? If one of my daughters wanted to be with one of you idiots, just <laughs> shoot me. 
No problem. <laughs> I would now. I want one of Dale's daughters. No, right, Johnny, that's enough. Somehow or another, Dale made beautiful people. His daughters are very pretty. I'm convinced. They are. I'm convinced he borrowed another cowboy's <laughs> DNA. Hey, would you mind giving me your DNA there, please? No, Dale. Stop asking us that. I used Dale in the Immaculate Grid the other day. No kidding. Yep. It was a one of the categories was Cowboys World Champions. Point oh three percent of people guessed Dale Hellister, <laughs> which means Dale guessed himself too. It worked. I, I, Dale played for the Ravens, the uh, Cowboys, and the, and the Bills. And the Bills. And the Bills, yeah. Well, he, he screwed up for the Ravens so bad they just oh. kicked him off the team. Because he was like in a – look, I'm not disparaging Dale's career. He had a great career. It's like 16 years in the NFL. I'm, but his last couple snaps were basically palsy. <laughs> <laughs> and you Yahoo touched one of my daughters. So that's the way we get rid of Dale. He'd shoot himself. He wouldn't even try to kill us. Yeah, because even if he killed us, we still tainted his his daughter. You should be so lucky. I've met. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't believe him. On I that. know Dale's uh, <laughs> son-in-law. He's worse than me. He's a really fun guy, but he's worse than I am. He looks like Jonah Hill. Dale would love me as a son-in-law. Oh God. I'd let you bang my daughter, Brady. You're a decent guy. Like, I should be so lucky that she comes home with this. I know she's never going to have sex. I know it's the, she's going to be well Pristine. Yeah, she's going she's to come out of that thing pristine. Brady treats a lady like a Native American. Leave footprints. Take only memories. <laughs> she's going to, exactly as he found it. It's perfect. Anyway. Pick a song for it. Uh, on the list, ACDC, uh, Madball, Megadeth, Parkway Drive, Van Halen, Skid Row, Avenged, Metallica, Motorhead, Deftones, and then somebody uh, somebody said Ministries, Lies, Lies, Lies for Brady's ass on the uh, <laughs> Southwest Airlines. Yeah, Lies, Lies, Lies by Ministry is it for Brady's part. Fabrication. What part? And then you started lying. Jesus heard you. Guy says, I love your dad stories. You need to make horny pervert and Dan one of the squares for our day. Ah, that's too meta. <laughs> I don't think I can become my dad jerking off and not have psychological damage from it. These stories that you just kind of remember, oh, I remember when my dad, now I remember. It's it was funny how that one came to Pumping iron when Lisa would come <laughs> over. Lisa's the one he bought the vacuum from. The $1,200 oh, yeah. vacuum. Sold by it in 1980-something. It was 89. Wow. That's about dropping 3K. $4,000 vacuum. <laughs> and my mom didn't need a vacuum, and he thought he was, look what I got you. I had that uh, friend of uh, Dan has come by. What's her name? Lorraine or something? He always pretended to not know. Oh, yeah, right. Lisa, the one with the great ass. Anyway, she sells vacuums door to door. I, be- I bet you she made a kajillion dollars selling vacuums. The hottest girl I've ever seen. And then... Uh, <laughs> my dad buys that. My mom comes home. My dad's all swole, probably from lifting weights and buying vacuums. It, is it heavy? Why is it? What if it why did you get so big? Well, Lisa, uh, whatever her name is, pops by and she's selling these vacuums. She had one in her car, so I got you a vacuum, Marcy. Isn't it great? Dan, I don't need a vacuum, and I don't need a twelve hundred dollar Electrolux. That's but a- it sucks, and it's awesome. 
was a two-hour presentation. She was there. No one was home. So maybe my dad boned her and bought a vacuum. I don't know. No one was home. I don't need to go for one way or another. I came home from whatever I was doing. There's this. It was huge, big, fat vacuum in the middle of the room. Your mother's gonna love it. I don't know. So did I. Just out of the blue, <laughs> vacuum by seems insensitive. A lot of sucking going on that weekend. Oh God, you should have seen it. We were tossing all sorts of stuff onto the carpet. She's good, at least Lorraine or whatever her name. You know her name, damn it. Twelve hundred bucks. She's got a future. Oh, she's. <laughs> I don't know what she ended up doing, but I bet you she's rich without trying. My dad used to lift weights. Uh, that just I just realized how often my dad lifted weights when we had company coming over. That was good looking. <laughs> oh, let me be right back. Pump up a little bit. You come out all puffy. <laughs> uh, all right, let's do it. Lies, lies, lies. Do you have it? So, uh, I can get it. Yeah, get it. I don't know what Toledo's up to. But lie, moving in stereo is also very solid for Dan in the window. Line holding my sister. And her friends. Uh, you got it? Yep. There it is. It's ministry. It's lies, lies, lies. Brady. Metallica right there. Sad but true. By the way, as we're discovering, the day goes on. Sorry, Brad. The day wears Please. on. The day moves on. Sorry. I didn't mean to say day goes on. Uh, it is official. Like, tonight's the night. Remember when we did the, uh, we didn't have our golf tournament, and then we decided that we would do the fastest, uh, fundraiser in the history of man there he is Drew, the fastest history in the fundraiser of man raised seventy thousand plus dollars for the arizona humane society in about an hour so we're doing the uh, it was actually the total amount in the all all that was done and this is without my 10 was sixty six thousand three hundred and forty seven dollars so with me in it 76, 76 large grand. Uh, our most successful donation of anything we've ever done. And that was in an hour. So thank you to you guys. And tonight, uh, Four Peaks is like, hey, we're going to give that check out to uh, the Humane Society if you want to come by. So we're like, you know, why not? And we can invite anybody that wants to go. It's not a huge thing, not a great big party. Although we can turn it into one. Uh, we're going to be out there tonight at Four Peaks from 6 to 8. Cha-Ching Chavez is on tap still. And they've got a really cool thing that you can buy, which is a can of Cha-Ching Chavez that they've made special labels for that I signed. I don't know why they asked me to sign them, but it actually looks kind of cool with the signature. Worthless. Collector item. It isn't. It's, we'll I see mean, it on eBay next week. Brady, you'd like this can. The can looks cool. Brady's a can guy. Like, look at that. That was pretty neat. My little go-go's I'm on can there. can guy, yeah. yeah. You like cans? I like cans. I like cans, too. You know? I like a big, thick big can. Big can guy. <laughs> I like those skinny, weird, ultra cans. But yeah, so uh, $66,347. Uh, and it all started because uh, Four Peaks said, you know what, since we don't have the golf tournament, let's do something special. We intended maybe 10 We thought maybe we'd get ten grand out of this. $66,000 later. We're doing the check tonight, so if you want to head on over there at 6 o'clock, we'll be at Four, Pre- Four Peaks. You can come by, hang out with us. Humane Society's getting a check, and we're going to clink some glasses and say thanks to each other. And uh, anybody that wants to come by, by all means, there's collector's items there if you want them, and they're different than anything we've ever done. So, Signed growlers. I think they call them crowlers because it's a can growler. It's aluminum. I think that's what it I'll is. go with that. We got that going. So uh, thanks to, again, We uh, this is so almost humbling that this happened, that it was such a ridiculous deal. So thanks to everybody for, for helping us. Pretty awesome. 
Uh, so tonight, 6 o'clock, we'll be over there if you want to do that. You can have a big day. Go to Hooters for lunch. Go over there for a couple beers after. You can get plastered on a Tuesday with us. Sounds great. I'm in. I'm in, too. And speaking of golf tournaments, our friends at Hooters got one together. So they're going to raise a bunch of money, too, which is a good thing. And Hooters brings you the Brady Report, and you can grab three of your favorite golf buddies. Sign up now for Hooters' first annual charity golf tournament, September 30th. That's close. It's 175 bucks a player. Includes a round of golf, lunch, Hooters swag bag, whole bunch of stuff. And all the proceeds are going to the Joy Bus. So you can check that out, too. That's a great charity. HootersArizona.com for uh, all the information you need to be part of that golf tournament right there. Easy peasy. Thank you, Hooters. Good luck with your golf tournament. Brady reported. Good Tuesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy Talk Like a Pirate Day. It is Talk Like a Pirate Day. Forgot Pirate. about that. We used to have fun with that, and then it burned out hard. Is, uh, is he still with us? Captain Wahoo. Wazoo. Wazoo. The Laughing Dragon still sailing? Well, I'm sure the ship's still sailing. I'm asking, is Haven't he heard still from sailing? He rather, uh... Look, is there a mutiny? Well... Maybe internally, because well, that body of his was... COVID. Yeah, and he had a horrible bout with COVID. But he came out of that, I know. He did? I know he came out of COVID. I knew it was a bad one. Maybe he didn't. Uh-oh. Well, look up online. It's not hard to find Captain Wazoo of the Laughing Dragon on Facebook. I'm pretty sure there's one. If there's multiples, just look for the big guy. Well, I hope he's all right. I haven't heard from him for a while. A couple of basis fun facts. <laughs> Captain Wasim, Captain Wasim. <laughs> there's plenty Captain, of them. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of Wazoo like. Amori, Japan is the snowiest city in the world. Huh. It gets an average of 312 inches of snow per year. That's uh, 26 feet. That's more than North Pole and stuff? Guess so. In Antarctica and things like that? And Siberia? Yeah, the thing about, I wonder how much snowfall is in, in Antarctica because it just freezes every, I don't yeah, know. It keeps it for You know what? I don't know, and I'll never know. There are 28 fireplaces in the White House. Seems exciting. For document burning. That's Because <laughs> you got to remember, they didn't have shredders when they built that thing. That was, the original shredder was fire. There have only been two first ladies born outside the U.S., John Quincy Adams' wife, Louisa Adams. And Melania. Melania. Correct. Who was hotter? Did JQA have a good one, too? Never saw a picture. He was born in England. Are you kidding? Absolutely. You can hate Trump all you want, cuck, but Melania was a smoke show. She's typical. Typical liberal nonsense lies cuckery. (laughs) Louisa Adams was from England. Pipe down, soy boy. Us men know what a good-looking woman is. (laughs) You haven't seen her. Yeah, neither of you, but you're just assuming because of your Trump hate. Why don't you just go ahead and donate your taxes, <laughs> give to everything terrible, and give drug drug addicts their needles, and then we'll go on and, and keep recognizing hot foreign broads. Already had. <laughs> did you now? Did you did uh, you think Melania's hot, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. But she takes pipe from Trump, so. Does she? Oh, see, again, liberal. Jesus. Of course she does. He's a billionaire. She has to. D Toledo at 98kupd.com. Yeah, Don't send them to us. Again. She did once that we know of. They Come created on. Baron. They made Baron. The giant. Right. Once they make know a of. giant. She has to recognize, you know what? Maybe I don't like him personally. You don't know that. I think they get along swimmingly. 
but you make a giant with him. She has to write, I want another one of those. We could have a super race. She's from a <laughs> she's from a village the size of my thumb. She's made it. Everybody wants to think she's miserable with Trump. Ah, f- you, at least seven of the time of her life. AIDS was originally called GRID, which stood for gay-related immunodeficiency. The CDC <laughs> realized. Funny. <laughs> Fred started laughing. Gay-related. <laughs> hey, Brett, you hear that one? The CDC realized the term was wrong since heterosexual people were getting it too. They changed From the name to AIDS in September of 1982. Google posted uh, the top baby names we've been Googling the meaning of. Cheyenne. Shaban. Cheyenne is a native word meaning people of a different language. Hmm. Astrid. It's Scandinavia. Astrid. Uh, it means divinely beautiful. Emma is German, means an entire or universal. Luke, from the Latin name Lucas, means light giving. Ava is Latin, means bird or bird like. Ava. Uh, Caleb, from Hebrew, it means brave, bold, faithful. What is Aiden, Caden, Braden? Yeah, Caden, Aiden, Braden. Aiden. Aiden is Gaelic. It means little fire. Oh. That was the only one. Caden didn't make it. Michael is still popular. Michael from Hebrew means gift from God or godlike. And Theodore. Greek also means gift from God. Alvin. Wouldn't it be great if Theodore actually meant beaver? Because that was his name on the show. Well, he couldn't say Theodore, so he just called him beaver. Theodore Beaver Cleaver. <laughs> it's the greatest television name of all time. By the way, the Chiching Chavez beers tonight in the Crowlers are 13 bucks each. Another 3 bucks from each can they sell tonight goes to the Humane Society. We're not done yet. These guys are amazing. So, it's pretty it's it's a it's a cool can. According to a new report, the average person considers their home to be completely clean. Only 11 days out of the year. It's not even one day per month. It also comes out to 3% the entire time. That seems about right. I think Gloria shows up at my house 11 to 15 times a year. People and it's like super clean. Like it's it's clean. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But when she's there, it becomes mega clean. People spend an average of six days per year cleaning and sanitizing their homes. Now, does that mean... It's a total of 144 hours a year. That would be six days. That's a lot. It's like an hour and almost two hours. Oh, we can stop doing the math. Little, it looks like it hurts. A little more than that. <laughs> the smoke. <laughs> yeah, man. I've seen engines that are dying work less hard than you just did on that. Still going. <laughs> Find the valve. And just put that paper down. That's enough. You're not going to figure it out. The things that are most likely to be overlooked. Cleaning appliances, wiping down countertops, and dusting shelves. Baseboards. I'm not going to lie. Since McConnell, I, I keep Don't worry about it. <laughs> Brady's freeze-em-ups? Yeah, I thought that might have been a moment. <laughs> you, you keep an eye on them. I'm rooting for it. <laughs> Those McConnell freeze-ups are hilarious. Another poll. Uh. 
Like somebody zipped him up. (laughs) Found out the percentage of Americans that go commando. 40% of the people say they never go commando. While 7% of people always go commando. I say it's 25%. And most are back and forth, the other. Um, 10% say they often go commando. 18% they say they sometimes do it. But 35% go without underwear on the rag. That's me. 35? Yeah. I figured it'd be about 25, just judging by the room. I'm the only one in the room that's doing it regularly. Yep. Not wearing underwear to sleep. You wear underwear to sleep? That means you're wearing two things. No. That's sleep shorts. Yeah, they're sleep shorts. If you're wearing underwear, you have two pairs of shorts on. Otherwise, there would be no underwear. It would be outerwear. Another question asked if going commando was acceptable. People were a 50-50 split. 40% of the people said it's always usually acceptable. Always usually acceptable. We're done here. Not. I'm going to bring up the videos. (laughs) Always usually acceptable. 50% 50% I know you're right. I'm not saying, but that's you could have skipped Always that. or usually accepted. Or, or usually. there it is. There's a difference. There it is. You missed a big part of that, kid. <laughs> Elon Musk says he plans to charge ex-users a small monthly fee to use the platform. Uh, in a roundtable yesterday with Israeli Prime Minister Benton, Benjamin Netanyahu, they are asking about AI safety and he says moving forward with a small monthly payment would be a way to fight against the vast armies of bots yeah. Elon said when the users would start getting charged he didn't say when that's going to happen or how much it would be but it's small you get what you pay for because yeah Twitter is infiltrated by bots and false information and everything else I don't just, need Twitter that much. I don't either. And Even if, you, if it's a dollar yeah, a month, I right. still don't And it'll need it, eliminate yeah. the people who don't really care right. and only keep it for people who do. And I kind of like the idea of having to pay for that kind of stuff. There's nothing wrong with that because it's not benefiting anything mm-hmm. the way it is. And it's probably causing more trouble with bots and everything else than... And bots. And if there's somebody who's going to get a bunch of bots and pay, oh well. Twitter still benefits. There's a woman on social media who claims to be a holistic coach. There's a ton of them. This one in particular says that people with diminished eyesight are told that they need eyeglasses or contact lenses. But this is a lie. No, it isn't. Trust me. And for $11 per class, she can explain <laughs> so why. She can teach you to see? Her name is Samantha Lotus. It'll take you 57 classes. Yeah, I claims she offers... Uh, holistic multi-dimensional healing methods that are backed by science. She also says that if you're closed-minded and want to stay a victim, this is not for you. So this uh, popular TikToker named Mallory says she enrolled so we don't have to. Uses the platform to debunk the misinformation and conspiracy theories. Mallory says the whole thing is basically a sales pitch for essential oils. Ugh. Specific, specifically from a company that Samantha is a rep for. But you should see the videos that Samantha puts up. Basically telling about the class. And What's her name? Samantha what? Lotus. Lotus, yep. Samantha Scammer. Look, if you, if you have the cure for bad vision, fly over to Stockholm, grab your Nobel Prize, 
because you just changed the world. And all the money that you think you're going to make $11 at a time will come to you a thousand times faster when you give the world this gift. Throw those glasses away, John. Right. But it, it, she's... Anybody who like it's, that's why I don't trust politicians. Like I can part. fix this, I can fix that, but I won't do it unless you elect me. Then you can't fix it because you'd be making more money and have more power if you actually knew what you're doing. She's kind of cute. I might be uh, on board with this. And yet, that your optometrist doesn't want you to know about the fact that you do not need glasses. That's right. You may have been told that you need glasses, but that's actually a lie. There are mental, emotional, physical, and even spiritual reasons why you may not be seeing. And I'm How about the cataract I had? How about that? What's her OnlyFans page? I want to check it out. What is, what is, can she solve that? That was from a traumatic injury. So can she fix that with no. rubbing oil on my butt? $11 master class. Yeah. And the reason why the other lady went on there is because hundreds signed up for it. Yeah. Well, it's everybody like, wants the grift. to. Yeah. I'll tell you, if you don't want glasses anymore... Your best chance is Dr. Jay Schwartz. Took it so I don't need him at all. I couldn't see. And the next day I could. So take your essential oils and shove them up your ass. I've got the cure. Schwartz Laser Eye Center. It worked. Period. Now, you still might need glasses. You needed glasses to see. I absolutely needed glasses. I could not see. Legally blind in my right eye. 20 over 400. Because that cataract showed up at him. Nowhere. I couldn't see. I could not see. My left eye was the only thing that was working, and it and you, it wasn't right. And so I had that fixed. I got the lens replaced. I got the exchange. It is amazing what they do now. It's unreal. I don't need 44 classes of $11 to think maybe it's working. I can make it work tomorrow. 33-year-old Whitney Moffitt drives for DoorDash in Amarillo, Texas. She went to pick up an order at Wingstop on Sunday, but it wasn't ready when she got there. It's not clear how long it had been or how long she waited, but she got so annoyed, she apparently decided to go grab the order herself and walked back in the kitchen area. They told her to leave. That sparked a fight. Police say she physically attacked the store's manager. She continued attacking him as he tried to escort her out of the building. An off-duty cop happened to see it. She also got into trouble with him. She's facing charges for assault and resisting arrest. No word on how long the DoorDash customer had to wait for their wings. There's the cage to eat. Nice. She got bounced on her head once. She got a scab on her head. <laughs> Not bad, though. The other DoorDash uh, stories at DoorDash. Radio video. It's this driver. That gets caught on a doorbell cam footage. Uh-oh. He's dropping off the food. What's he do? It's bits in the bag. Ah. Always have the bag taped with the logo of the place you got it. No scotch. Oh, this is door dashers coming up. Doors open. Drops it. The family thinks he's upset no. about the tip. Looking at, looking at the tip. Taking the, he's taking up. the picture. He takes the picture yeah. at the door. We've well, got to do that. Sense it. He's still standing there. He's thinking about something. Man, he spits directly onto the bag. Oh, oh, he's mad at everybody. Oh, gross. Got another oh. radio video. This has gone uh, 
viral. Morgan Osman getting kicked off a plane. Oh, yeah. She's awesome. Swearing at other passengers. All right. Leaving. She's Instagram famous. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Does she, does she cuss a lot in this? Yeah. She does, but it's uh, yeah. bleeped. Yeah. Call me a again. Yeah, you guys did nothing wrong. Why did she get kicked off? You shut the up in your you should film me. I'm Instagram famous, you bum. <laughs> She's in a gray bodysuit, and she looks like she was built in the image of a Kardashian. Like, she yes. is a clone. Which I don't think is attractive at all. Like, like I don't, like, I don't know. Maybe you'd fall for it if it was funny. But I think that Kardashian clone, witch hair, straight black hair, big diaper ass. I, I don't, the standard of beauty to me is not correct anymore. Like, there's something going on where they all look exactly alike. Part of a generation, though, John. I That's guess. A generational well, it's the thing. Instagram thing. Yeah, but it's not even like thing. clothes. It's, no, I know. It's, yeah, it's body appearance. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's weird. It looks strange now. I see an older woman that's aged well without all the help. I find that a lot more attractive than what's going to happen to them. But yeah, they're looking at older women. Well, what are you doing that for? I'm not serious about it. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say, it's, you know, I can see them. I told you, I went to Doctor J. Schwartz. I, <laughs> I can see them. Doesn't mean I'm acting on it. Got two more quick pretty videos. Disgusting. <laughs> First one's a couple of guys uh, kickboxing. Okay, get a little finishing move. All right, a couple of guys. This is just like a drill. They're just. Like, up and kicks him with the down leg. Exactly the opposite of what happened with Nick Chubb last night. And then one last one of the... Yeah. Now you're going to land another one and try to wake him up. He grabs his kick leg and he uses it as leverage. Wow. That's a great move. This last one, the dude in the wheelchair has a tough day. Well, he's used to it, right? Guy in a wheelchair walking, guy backs Knocks right into him, rolls him over. Dad picks him up, puts oh. him in the wheelchair, and back oh, over again. they put again. him back in the chair and the chair falls a second time. It tossed out of his chair two times. His legs rough day. do not work. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't be laughing as hard as I am at that, but that is terrible. Why would they? Why wouldn't they gently place him back in the chair? It's like he chucked him in there, like he was covered in ants. I've seen people get treated uh, more tenderly who are on fire. Oh, that's sad. All right, Brett, you got anything? Of course. All right, let's have it. Oh, uh, here's some here's some punishment in another country, and I don't know what <laughs> they did. Vague. Well, uh, you'll see in a minute. All right, let's go. Here we go. Punishment in another country. All oh, the guys oh, just sitting there. Have we seen it. this? Oh, oh no, this is a new one. It's a guy without any clothes on in oh. the middle of a village. Everybody's filming. It still goes. And he's uh, been hit in the back of the head with a cinder block. This, now they're, oh, oh, they're, they're, comes, they're pouring yeah. some sort of kerosene on his body as he lays there. And up oh, he goes. Oh. They burned him. And he's not really moving because the cinder block put a stop to that. Oh, my God. Now he's moving. Oh, my wow. God. What do you do wrong, I wonder? I don't know. It's probably, I don't know if it's. Don't oh, pay your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, wow. here's here's another OSHA video for you. OSHA. Yes. Again, clear that up. Uh-oh, we're in a thing. I don't know what this is. Some sort of construction site with giant holes in the ground. There are a few. Oh, yeah. the whole time. Oh, 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 oh,
It part took of his head off. It took oh, no, his it head took off. It off, Brady. He's, he's, so there's a guy standing I, next to the hole. It so fast. Something's yeah. coming out of the hole. It breaks. Oh! And then there's a wow. giant cap on it. I mean, that's... Yikes. Uh, on the plus side, the cap fits. It does. Yeah, it goes right over the hole. It's a perfect measurement. Oh, and my God. we'll end here with uh, sandworms. Oh. From Mos Eisley. What is that? Oh, it's going in something. I know what this is going to be. It's a weird centipede, millipede type thing, but it's a sandworm, and it's in a glass jar, and I know no, what's going to happen. In a no. few seconds, that's, going in, a, that's going in a urethra. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, I told you. Oh, I told here we you. Go. Oh, God damn it. He's putting a tube here in Here we it. go, Jim. Oh. Why is he wearing gloves? Like, why does he care about that? Oh, ah. in goes the sandworm. In that, goes that the sandworm. Just... Oh, God. It's... Just cut it off what's already. What's with the gloves? Why does he have sanitation? Why is it sanitary behavior with the gloves where you put a sandworm in your urethra? Why? Is this a healing process? Yeah. Oh, my God. The sandworm gets about halfway in and bails out, and he's going back for more. He's got a second sandworm or something. Oh. Oh. Oh, my Lord. This is this is living with us. It's near us. Oh, that thing's going smooth. Oh, that one's going way in there. Smooth Oh, oh, it's very fast. How it goes in. What is that thing about five, six inches long? Oh, Not to mention God. the sandworm. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Why? There you go. Why do you believe in God? Why? Oh. Why? I hope that helps Nick Chubb. Yeah, that's the treatment that the Browns have. Man. We could do this, Nick, but your knee's never recovering. You ever had a sandworm in your urethra? Holy smokes, that's hard to look at. All right, it's 8.20, and uh, any moment you could hear that uh, golden ticket sounder to get your five questions today and maybe go to Vegas with us on SetJet. Uh, it's awesome. You can fly SetJet from Scottsdale to destinations like Aspen, Vegas, Los Angeles, Orange County, Salt Lake City, San Diego, and even Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Fly in style. Private jet for all of us. It's worth it. Thanks, Seth Jet. They're helping us out. We're going to Vegas sometime soon. You'll be hearing that thing. Will you win? Who knows? There goes your Brady report. It's 98 KUP. I got to go pet my wee wee. It's happening. It's happening. And Brett, I've given Brett instructions to not get the first seven. We're just going to answer them live. That's proof that we are not trying to fix this to get our favorites. Hey, what are you talking about? I have no control over what you're doing over there. I admire it, (laughs) but I have no control over it. Eighth caller. Ready to go. Fire it off there, Bert. I'll take care of this. Hi there, you're caller number one. Hello there, you're caller number two. Oh, it's getting close. Ready? I want to hear the... Damn it! Hello there, who's this? Are you there? We got our phone screwed up again. Is that happening? What's going you got on? Your music going through the board. No. Again? Oh, nothing. Hello, are you there? Nothing. This could be trouble. All right, next. That was caller two, three. This is three. Hi there. Who's this? Oh, our phones are busted. <laughs> Maybe we are blew them up. Are you serious again? Blowed up. Oh, that's number four. Hold on a second here. Do you have them on the air? Yeah. You answering their proper that's, way. That's on air. Oh boy. What's going on here? Hello, hello. Hello? Are you there? They don't work. <laughs> we broke our phones again. 
Wait, I hear somebody. I don't understand. Are you sure the music's not going through? Yeah, I'm positive. Hmm. I got nothing. All right, let's try this one. Hello, are you there? Uh-oh, our phones are down. <laughs> we have to start the count over. Of course Yeah, we got to start all over. This hasn't counted yet. All right, busy him out again. I mean, they're ringing and stuff. I, it says on air. <laughs> it does. You got it through on the board? Yeah, everything's. I'm doing everything right on my end. All right, let's try again here. Hey, remember a second ago? Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Let's try again. All right, here we go. All right, call number one. Those, those didn't count. They didn't work. Hi there, who's this? Hi, it's Gary. There you go. They're back. Oh, These phones are stupid. Sorry, Sorry. you're caller number one. Next. Let's see if they keep going. Hi there, Michael. Are you there? It's good for one. Just keep answering line one. Maybe that'll do it. What is going on with this thing? Hi there, who's this? Oh, boy. It's one guy at a time. Well, this is it. End of contest. End of station. Why are they all ringing? I don't know. Try this one. You guys are breaking our phones. Hi there, who's this? Are you there? Anything? Anybody? Fiber optics, man. Why don't we have a mail-in contest? (laughs) I mean... Are they working regularly? No. Unbelievable. Get Mike up here. All right. Well, remember, though, Brady, just a second ago, we were doing the thing with the thing, and it was like... We got yeah. caller one so far. Yeah, we got one. We're, we're through one. We should just give it to him. <laughs> what in the world? Now he's got to reset the phones. Oh, the suspense is killing me. Will we get it fixed? Oh, boy. <laughs> you want to get on a plane with us? It's a good thing Gutentag is on. Now your boy's at it again. Yeah, your bio figures. Libcock Toledo ruined it. That's what's going on. <laughs> While we're at it here, working on that. Just to let you know, SetJet membership is just $99.95 a month. Seats on their jets start at $750. Private jet flight for that kind of dough. Get a membership today at SetJet.com. Use the promo code KUPD and get your first month for free. Stress-free travel. Book your flight today at SetJet.com. It's time to elevate your travel game. And if you know anybody who knows anything, if you can contact Alexander Graham Bell, we'd appreciate it. Can set jet fly back in time? Make it soar. That is crazy. When our phones overload, there's nothing we can do. So this contest is too popular. Here we go again. <laughs> All right, let's try another one. Hey, Brady. I can't yet. It's still rebooting. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, let's try. See if we can get caller two. We're going to get a caller an hour until we get to the eighth caller. Let's try this. The phones one. are still rebooting. They are. You can't answer right now, even though it says that there are four ringing. I know, over but here. the phones are all right. Well, you know what? We'll we take might, a break. We well, might be able a, to now. Try now. Good luck. I hope it works. Hi there. Who's this? You've got to be kidding me. Let me just turn. I'll just turn everything on. <laughs> what a great on. contest. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, are you there? Hello, are you there? Is anyone listening? Hello. This is ridiculous. All right. Well, we get a plane by ourselves at this rate. Remember when I said Brett might be rigging this thing? <laughs> Yeah, our phones are too powerful. Did your lawyer set up the phones, John? Yeah, you sons of bitches. They might have. All right, we'll fix it. We're going to get somebody on it. Because it's ringing. We just can't pick them up. What a disaster. You know, the Pack best part the is phone. this is like the oldest technology in the no, building. Telephone. A, like the and it doesn't work. Yeah, and everything else is like top of the line. I can do this in a second. I got to go to the ticket. Bye-bye, bye-bye. 
but I can't get anything else. Touch a button, it doesn't work. Why is this? Uh, all right, never mind. How many times do you think we've had them look at this over the last? Oh, uh, and and every I mean, time they look be. at you, well, the reason this is happening, I'm like, well, I don't care why it's happening. Fix it. Still nothing. We've got one caller out of the way so far. Could you guys? Yep. Sl- hey, let me ask you this. Like, Slow it up. Calm down a little bit. <laughs> if we could just get one at a time, a reasonable lineup of people calling at a reasonable pace, maybe just kind of slowing her on down. Rich is furiously working the broken phones. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Well, I'll give up my cell phone number oh, and we'll see if we can get a view. <laughs> I see all your names coming up. Hello, Michael Walters. <laughs> yeah, he's, you're on there somewhere, Michael. We can't answer it. We don't know which order you're in. Just saw your name come up on the ID, though. You're on the lawn, laundry list of our phone system. I'll go to KSLX real quick and see if we can take some calls. No problem. Yeah, that'll work at you. None. Well, they don't get these kind of... You notice they and Izzy never have these problems with the phones. Yeah, so it's the intake. Nobody calls them. Uh, how about a smoke signals game, John, says Jason Llewellyn. You're right. Uh, Jason, if you can fire off KUPD and smoke in the air, we'll make it Pony happen. Express. All right. We'll try to fix it. Don't do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Keep calling. We might just have to get... Uh, oh, my God. Our morning... Uh, Cell phone. That's and it. You just call that and take it one at a yeah, time. And I'll just hold it up against it. Hello, I'm calling number eight. Hello, I'm calling number eight. I'm a whore and I'd like to go on your big fat flight. I'm going to throw the cock out the window. Holmberg's morning sickness. They resort to burner phones. <laughs> right. we, have, we have to be like drug dealers to have a contest. How many weeks until we have to book this thing up? I mean, this is ridiculous. we got a long time. It's been seven Thank years God. since I can't get the phones right. All right, we'll try again in a minute. But, I mean, currently right now. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's not working. We'll fix it. You guys Will just stay we? patient. <laughs> oh, we'll fix it. Get on it. Okay. Nothing little kerosene and a match won't take care of. <laughs> Get a hammer. Right, this just adds to the suspense. You're all eligible, I think. All right, we'll try it. We'll get it fixed. If not, uh... I hope you guys can shout real loud. I want to play. That's nine nineteen. Kansas cans, empty soup cans, and string coming your way in just seconds. Right by, yell at us. Yeah, we'll figure. Oh, the first eight people that show up at the station oh, and answer the question. I don't care. Why not? Let somebody else handle the rules. This yeah, <laughs> it's not in the rules. All right, we'll get it. We'll try to get it fixed. Again, we've been told when too many people call, the phones don't work. Toledo's still working on it. So it's too many of you. There's too many listeners. There's plenty of great shows out there. You should try Izzy or Beth or something else. Nothing? We need less listeners is the problem. Man. One more. <laughs> you got caller two now? Okay. All right. We should get this right. in by 10. I said from 8 to 10. I didn't realize the phones were taking it literally. Uh, we're going to take a break, and we'll have our eighth caller online. I wanted to do something fun there, and it didn't work. It's not a KUPD. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, you're not going to get through. All right. We'll see if it works this time. We've got seven off the air. So the next one that works is our eighth caller. (laughs) What's going on? It's never going to work. You ready? (laughs) Let's see. Go ahead. Hello there, 98. Who's this? This is Miranda. Yes, Miranda. Are you there? Miranda, can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, it works again. You're the eighth caller, Miranda. Nice. Do you want to go to Vegas with us? 
I guess so, yeah. Uh, what do you Bob, mean you I'm guess so, so? What does that mean? You guess so. I'm trying not to be too excited here. You don't want to be a weirdo. Just containing yourself. No. All right. All right. Miranda, if in fact at any given time you hear this. Viva Las Vegas. That means you got the question right, okay? Are you? Okay. Pr- are you? How long have you been listening to this show? About five years. Five years. So there's a lot of stuff in here that you can actually Did you move pick in up town. On. Did you? Uh... Yeah. Where are you from? Why only five years? I'm from the White Mountains. I moved down here about five years ago. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right. What do you do for a living? Um, I am a caregiver for the elderly, and then I tend bar too. Oh. So you're a caregiver to the drunks and the elderly. That's good stuff. All right, good for you. Yeah, all right, Miranda. It's the same thing. Yeah, no, yeah. Mixes all sorts of cocktails. Bunch of slurred speech, drooling, and people Medication. pooping all over. It's the same place. <laughs> same thing. All right, here we go. Good luck to you and uh, everything you do. All right, are you ready for question number one? Here we go. All right. Yeah. What is the morning sickness's annual golf tournament called? Formerly, annual. the heat, the heat stroke open. Heat stroke open is the answer, Brady. That is correct. Yes. Question two. Four to go, Miranda. Okay. What month and year did Holmberg's morning sickness begin? Think about 2001. it. Two thousand and one. Got that. Oh my gosh. Is it this month or last month? August 2001. Final answer. Oh, shoot. Um, September 2001. Final answer. Oh, golly. Yeah, let's do September. September 2001. Yeah. That is your final answer for question number two to go to Las Vegas. September. Yeah. Lock it in, computer G. And Miranda, it's August of 2001. Go with your gut. Your first answer. I doubted myself. You did. You doubted yourself and you lost. Oh, Miranda. That's all right. I was rooting for you. Well, you can try again. She actually sounds insane, too. You do. She sounds like a normal human being. All right, Miranda. <laughs> nice try. You're today's, okay, thanks, you're today's failure. Try again some other day if our phones work. Thank you, Miranda. She got through. She was caller eight. August 2001, the 27th of August. Oh, I thought she was rolling. Rolling. She knew the golf she tournament. had it, too. Nailed it. Each stroke open. Boom. Fell out of her mouth like it was nothing. <sighs> Plane's still empty, boys. It's not looking good. Could be worse. <laughs> The most, the most answers we've gotten on this incredibly, obviously forgettable show. One. Can we go to the phones again? One. Yeah. Can we just keep playing that oh, game? Really? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tomorrow we do it again. Somewhere between eight and ten o'clock. When you hear this sound, send your smoke signals, Morse code, or self-stamped envelopes too. Paper airplane with your phone number on it. Just heave it towards the station. Yeah, so stamped envelope. <laughs> to contest. 5200 North 2nd. Uh, it's anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, sorry about that, everybody. We tried very hard to call and watch Miranda lose it. I'm disappointed. Miranda would have been a fun one because you can kind of hear that she's not a ghoul. Yeah. So come and get it. There you go.
you go. Thank you very much there, Fred and the gang. Uh, damn it. Need a winner for this damn game. We need phones first. Yeah, we do. I do a quick reminder for everybody on the thing. We got a lot going on. Uh, yeah, finding out more and more about how awesome Four Peaks is. This is just great. They're, they're giving away three bucks for every crowler they sell tonight. So we're heading down there at six. You guys, if you want to go, you can go. You don't have to. I know it's like a last second thing, but if the boys want to come down, I'm going to be down there uh, from six till eight. Uh, Cha-Ching Chavez is on tap, of course, at Four Peaks, and that benefits the Humane Society. But thanks to our friends at Four Peaks having such a great idea and us putting it on the air, we raised over $70,000, 66347 from you guys. Spectacular. Which is amazing. Uh, and we're presenting a check from Four Peaks to the Humane Society tonight. I'm like, why not invite people down? Come on down. Buy one of those cool can crowlers. Collector's item. Uh, I'm getting people who already did it. They're emailing me. When I got the can last night, it's so cool. I didn't know you were doing it last night. Uh, but, yeah, you can come by. 13 bucks, $3 of that goes to the Humane Society. So we're not done yet. We'll probably get around 80 grand before this thing's over, which is remarkable considering it all was because our golf tournament went to poop. Ridiculous. Loving every second of it. So come on down 6 to 8, Tempe, uh, Four Peaks. It's the big Cha-Ching Chavez. Thank you, party. And our friends at Four Peaks couldn't be better people. I bow to them. That was just awesome of them. Ted and the gang, everybody down at Four Peaks couldn't think more of you. You're great people. Doing nice things for us. And turning our uh, our piss back into lemonade. I don't, <laughs> we didn't even have lemons. We were out of lemons. We just had a bucket of urine. And these dudes made it a delicious lemonade. And ladies, I say dudes and ladies. When I say dudes, I mean all of you because I don't gender assign. Uh, it's time for the uh, hot releases as we sit and wait for that silly golden ticket thing again. It's brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family BBQ. Eat mesquite, repeat, but not in that order. Right? You mesquite, repeat. No, you mesquite, eat, repeat. What is it? Eat mesquite, repeat, right? That's what it was. I don't know. I'm not reading it. But you wouldn't eat it first, then mesquite, no. repeat. I'm doing it wrong. Either way, ericsfamilybbq.com is where you go. Anthony. Just repeat. Big Steve, Steelers eat, fan. repeat. No, that, that's not no. how we're doing it. Uh, Anthony's a big Steelers fan. He hit me up last night with a fan duel bet, and we both chased it, and it was so close. All we needed was Najee Harris to get in the end zone. We both would have walked out with thousands of dollars, but the Steelers offense is so terrible. But you know what? He texted me after, and he said, uh, I'll, I'll put that kind of money down for a Steelers win in an ugly game like that. Like, me too. That's why I love him. Even more than just because he makes delicious barbecue. He's a Steeler fan, so he's also handsome and smart. Uh, Eric's Family Barbecue's out there. They got you covered. Catering needs for the football season or just anything you got, they will cover it, and it will be the best barbecue you've ever stuffed in that gob. Eric's Family BBQ in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. The hot releases are upon us. Who's first? Who do you want? I'll take, uh, I'll take you first, Toledo. Toledo right. goes first. Cuck away, friend. <laughs> Uh, all right. For the games, there's uh, uh, some VR stuff that's coming out. I think it's because of Halloween. It always seems to be that uh, Halloween brings out these kind of games. This is... Spooky one? Hellsweeper VR. Descend to it. There they all are. <laughs> it's all of them. All 18 at once. Plot. Action combat first person game featuring, like you said, 18 maps, roguelike, and sandbox mode. Upgrade your skills. Sandbox is creation. I'm not seeing a lot of killing here. There's there you one. go. 
shooting, a lot of practice, right? Yeah, practice. A ton of practice yeah. in the promo. If you're, yeah, I don't want to practice in the promotion. I want to play. Uh, this one is Slaps and Beans too. So good with the first one, they needed a sequel. Slaps the Beans? A- slaps and Beans. Oh, I thought that might have been a barge Oh, they're playing prisons. high a lot. After the, su- the success of Bud Spencer and Terrence Hill Slaps and Beans, our favorite heroes are back for another round with brand new adventure. <laughs> Get your fists ready. It's just two here. average dudes fist fighting all yep. the time. Countless brawls and tons of mini games as you travel around the globe. Slaps <laughs> and beans. They're in a football field. They're in a bar. That's the bartender bar. Yep. Oh, this is great. And they just kick and punch. It's nothing yep, special. That's it. That's all it is. You're just fighting. And crazy power. And, and they leap through, through walls. <laughs> and speed down a football field to where beans is waiting on you. Oh, I think I love this game. It's just two brawlers beating the crap out of everyone all over the world. So if you miss Slaps and Beans 1, I did. you get Slaps and Beans 2. On it. That's the first game I've been interested in like that in a while. Like, you know, it's not one gigantic super game. It's it's a side game I'd buy for the ColecoVision. Uh, the big streaming debut this week is American Horror Story Delicate. Um, this is on FX and Hulu. Is Lady Gaga in it? No, this one stars, uh, I can never remember her name, Emma Watson. Emma. Oh, the Emma that isn't. Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts. Roberts. There you go. There Good call. Thank you. I want that too. What a pretty Brown Bunny. Kira Delevingne. <laughs> that woman. Oh, is that her? I think she's following. Was she in Brown Bunny? Was she? No, or no, she was no that Brown was that Bunny. other girl with the mole on her chest. Chloe Sevigny. Chloe Sevigny. You get your French girls mixed up. You just we, the brain's been all Frenchified. Kardashian. You guys say that? Oh, yeah, this is the Kim Kardashian one. I, I didn't know if that was out or not. Actually, uh, the director was like, she did a really good job. But I guess he'd have to say that otherwise. Oh, she sucks. The show's terrible. Don't watch it. One moment. Do you want an Oscar? Do you want it as much as a baby? Oh, she's got a board for an Oscar? Yes. I don't understand the urge to create an unnecessary child who feeds on your body. Well, she has a baby and it's all crazy? Or what, no. she's just, there's a horrors of pregnancy? What is this? Oh, I hope it's the horrors of pregnancy. Yeah, it's not wrong. Finally, somebody will say what's horrors true. Horrors or horrors? Horrors. Oh, okay. <laughs> the pregnancy is not beautiful at all. You can start streaming that on Hulu and FX tomorrow. Pregnancy is beautiful. You're crazy. You glow. Because you're sweaty. You look amazing. Yeah, because you wear gigantic clothes. And it just is, it's life living inside you. And some of it's hanging out in the form of giant grapevines of hemorrhoids. Another new one out Yuck on to pregnancy. Another new one out on Hulu this week is No One Will Save You. Action-packed face-off between Bryn and a host of extraterrestrial beings who threaten her future while forcing her to deal with her past. That's what aliens do, force you to deal That's with right. their past. <laughs> They're very much into like making sure you're emotionally sound with yeah. your triggers. She's an excellent actress. She's the girl she really from is. Last Man Standing yeah. and Book Smart. What's her name? No idea. Kate something or something like that. Caitlin Devers. Deaver, yeah. She's really good. All right, this is just a, it's a typical horror movie. It's a sound one, yeah. So, uh, Sex Education Season 4. Missed the first three seasons. I had no idea about it. It's on Netflix. It's out this week. It's kids. Oh. 
Yeah, Meatloaf. Meatloaf I'm, I'm out. I'm thinking that the minute I heard the channel. Oh, he's taking pictures of his wang and his bee hole and sending her with some girl. Dick pics. Nope. Oh, he deleted it. He didn't do it. They're supposed to be in high school? I thought they were no, like... Cavendish College. I think oh, okay. All right, it's too much meatloaf for me. I can't. Yeah, I'm out. It might be interesting, but it's almost as bad as subtitles. Uh, this one's for Brett. <laughs> meatloaf <laughs> is equivalent to a subtitle. Yes. This one's for Brett. It is All on right. Netflix. The Saint of Second Chances. Mike Veck grew up in the Bill shadow oh, yeah. of his hustler father, Hall of Fame baseball owner Bill Veck. The Veck family became both legendary and notorious. In professional baseball, as they introduce the fun, fun things at the ballpark, and if it gets you arrested, we've gone too far. <laughs> Back when the White Sox. This were is cool. the true story of a family of baseball hustlers. My dad used to say, "A hustler's not a con man, a hustler believes." Bang, that's one. All yeah, the fun they stuff were that fun. happens at baseball games. Was Bill Beck uh, the death to disco? Was yeah. he part yeah, of that? He was, yeah, he yeah. Was a, yeah. yeah, he was there then. Sit up and take notice. There was street theater wrapped around. A yeah, it's what the Savannah Bananas are doing now and making baseball fun again. There it is. Oh, that's what could go wrong. They destroyed the whole <laughs> ballpark. Just get rid of disco records. Pretty awesome. Uh, it made Steve Dahl's career in the it process. Did. Yeah, absolutely. And he Steve was Dahl was, to begin with. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, Steve Dahl was never as great as no. the name in radio implies, but he's been around for 40 years yeah. based on that. Yep. One night. Uh, this is. I think you've been calling for this in these dating shows. Did Just get right to it. Naked attraction. All oh, right. Yeah. People sit in pods, naked, and then you choose who which naked. one you're, you're attracted to. Without seeing the face. Oh, the poor chubby dad body's not getting chosen. A big one. I think so. That's why he's there. Some dude with dad body's got a huge crank. Why? Dad body's carrying. The toe? This is brilliant. The extra for a toe. This is brilliant. Naked attraction. Trade offs. Stand there naked and people pick and choose. Oh, that's a great thing. Yep. Uh, Cassandro is the big movie release out on Prime Video. This is getting a uh, lot of buzz at uh, Cannes, apparently, and all that. A wrestler. Luchador to legend. Oh. The true story Mi that is Cassandro. Subtitles. Start the meatloafs. Uh, you don't see him no more? I don't mind subtitles. And I would do For part of it. Is Bad Bunny in it? I think that was Bad Bunny. That was Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny is in everything. Is that where James almost in it too? Of course he is. <laughs> you run down the game like the seven Trio. guys you have to have: Michael Pena, Danny Trejo, Bad Bunny. Uh, you're not a huge Cheech. fan of this series, this uh, kind of fiction, John Wick. The I world John of John Wick. Wick, The Continental, is a series that's out on Peacock. And this is the prequel. This is right. Pre-John right. Wick. Yeah, this uh, debuts on Friday on Peacock. So is this uh, just where his dog was born? This is when the guy who runs the Continental is younger. Uh, What's his name? The black guy that died. Yeah. What? Spoiler alert. No, no, not in the movie. He died in real life, John. It's resourceful. Yeah, the Continental is the hotel where everybody goes to fight. That's Ian McShane's character, apparently. Well, what are you waiting for? I haven't finished my drink. Oh, too cool to have sex with a hot girl. You still got some bourbon remaining. The con- Wink indeed. <laughs> I can bang and hold my drink. 
I can get in there and have a drink. That's what her forehead's for. <laughs> Let me put this here for a moment, love. Uh, still up on Apple Plus comes out on Friday. <laughs> Why don't you roll over and make your back like a table? <laughs> this is a new comedy series about two people who are not sleeping together or at all. So they're both suffering in some marriage. Hypnotism, acupuncture, none of it works. He's still up. How was your day? No, they don't knock you out. They just make everything taste like cabbage. Alright, I'm done with us. Just have sex with her. Yeah. That's it. Will That's all I got. Adventure. Very exciting week. Yeah. The Continentalism do bad. Not terrible. Uh, naked Attraction. That I'm interested. And when is it on Netflix? Uh, let me or Hulu? What'd you say? Naked Attraction looks pretty pretty good. The Bill Vec one looks great. That it's, one's on Netflix. It's meat mesquite repeat. What are we idiots? Meat eat. Whatever. Eat mesquite repeat. How did I forget that? Uh, Naked Attraction is on HBO Max. Okay. Brett? All right. We'll start off with one of your favorites. I don't, you may be on the button for this one because I don't know if it's clean. I didn't have a chance yet. But uh, Doja Cat. Oh, she cusses. Yeah, I know, but I just don't know if this is a clean version or what. So uh, This is Doja Cat Demons. That's it's cussy. I like Doja Cat. She's funny. I haven't understood a word. How my demons look. How my dingers look. Demons. Yeah. Might be the clean one. I can't say that. All right, so there you go. New Doja Cat. That's got big bass in it, though. Yeah. Uh, Kylie Minogue. I remember her. Yeah. Uh, she's she's still at it. This is tension. How's she look? Not bad for expiration, Dave. <laughs> Considering she's been in the fridge. She's yeah. our age. Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah, Don't make me think of this. Kylie looks great. Yeah. Interesting. Her 50s, and she's pretending to be a relevant 20 something. Her 60s. Yeah, she had hits when I was in high school. <laughs> How old is Kylie? Minogue? 57? That's my guess. That's a great mask she's put on. Oh, 55. All right, nice job, Kylie. Not too bad. Uh, let's do this one here. Kill Devil Hill. This was the band that uh, Rex Brown from Pantera was oh. in. He's out of it right now because now he's making real money. Yeah. Uh, back with Pantera again. But this is Pharmaceutical Sunshine. Are they any good? I've never paid attention. Eh. By the way, how cool is Chris Stapleton's version of In the oh Air tonight? God. Played it all night during the Steelers game. That was awesome. Every time they went to break, I'm like, what is that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the yeah, That's boring. Yeah. Well, how about this? Cannibal Corpse. Yeah. Summoned for Sacrifice is the name of this one. Is this the band we did a pizza party with almost? No. That was Goat Horn. Goat Horn. Ice cream and pizza party with Goat Horn. We never got that together. Lawyers so disappointed. But no, it's the scheduling. Goat Horse schedule wouldn't match up. What 
What a departure from their normal sound. Yeah. Yeah, at least you know what you get. We have to do an ice cream social with a Marcus Ben at some point. Got originally we're going to do a pizza and bowling. Pizza bowling and then ice cream and bowling and then, and then ice cream and pizza and then and nothing worked. Uh, Kim Petras. Yes. We'll play this one first. This dude is hot. Problematique. Problematique. This is a cool little pop song. Hey, do you listen to Kim Petras? Um, isn't she like problematic? No. She's problematique. Uh. Great cans. Problematique. It's very you listen to it and you'll have fun. Yeah, it's a fun song. Sounds like an what early Kylie Minogue song. It does. Get you out of my head. Yep. Look at you with the DJ mind mixing already. Right <laughs> I like it better than China. You already a pre owner or something? Yeah, yeah. Sweeters and candy, I know you want to try. Anyone with a dick can sing it. <laughs> I like Kim Petras. The album's actually kind of fun. You'll enjoy it. This is one we missed if last. You like hot dudes. <laughs> this is one we missed last week because uh, we were we were uh, we, we skipped it somehow. Danko. I remember Danko Jones' new album out. This is good time. Another one. You know what you're getting. The whole album's out today. Yeah. I think it came, it came out last week, actually. But Didn't you do a single releases. last week? Or a couple weeks ago? You can never get enough Danko. How is he not famous? Like, all over music. There may be uh, F-bomb. That's why the lyric thing is up there, just in case. All right. Where is it? Yes, I can't remember. You already did this one. There I you remember go. this yeah. one. Yeah. I'll take F word. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did this. No, one. we. I think we did it for a wake up song. Oh, you might be right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So way. anyway. All right. So new Danko Jones out, and that'll bring us to N word or F word. Whoa. All right. The game that is sweeping Cute. the nation. We just played it. And, I think I won uh, last week with a miraculous. Uh, oh, yeah. Paul on the one I had last. Week. And uh, today we'll do Ice Cubes Friday. So it was oh. one of the songs from the the song uh, the. The movie Friday. Right, and it's gonna... not the popular Dr. Dre song. Right. Friendly N-word. I'm going to go with F-word. F I was going to say F-er, but F-word. F-word, Brady. Angry N-word. Angry N-word. From... All, All right, right, here we go. You know how we do it. It's a big F-word. It's Man. a big F-word. flaming F-word. Nice word, Toledo. <laughs> that was a hard one. Again, like last week. Strong F-bomb. All right. Well played. Hot releases. Hot releases. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Brought to you by Eric's Family BBQ. 25 minutes. Still haven't heard that thing show up. One more round of the attempts to get you on our set jet private plane to Las Vegas to stay with us at Resorts World. Go see Shinedown and Adam Ray. The phone number is 602-585-9800. It has to happen soon, so keep your ears peeled. There go your hot releases. It's 98. We're doing it again. 
Brett and Toledo have managed to get seven calls through the phones, which, by the way, it's confirmed through my email. Too many calls. Yeah. So we're like the hometown buffet. One fat ass at a time. I wonder if Beth has these problems. Quit mobbing our line of food here. Got to stand behind the rope till the guy in front of you is done. Beth never has these problems. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. Next call. Let's see what we got. Hi there. Are you there? Hello. <laughs> Keep going until something happens. They're all locked up. It's not going to go again. Now they're locked. Hello there. Are you there? Are you a phone caller? Stretch. Uh, what am I supposed to do? The next uh, one in. Go boy, go boy, go boy, go boy. We've got seven done. That's just a matter of getting saying. them on the air. Oh, there's one. Hi there. Who's this? Chris. Chris. Get off yourself or off your speaker, please. You're not on speaker? Get a new phone. Oh my! He's not going. He can't oh, afford a phone. Well, I can't hear you. That's not speakerphone. You walk outside. He just hung up. He just hang up. No! <laughs> we gotta try. It's the only one that worked. Was a dude underwater. No! Unbelievable. <laughs> Get a new burner phone, pal. Hello there, who's this? We don't have anybody. God damn it. You they can, all I dropped? Mean, you can try, yeah. Get me some confetti. <laughs> Give me another Somebody thing. just show up just at the, keep outside. we got to wait for him to reset again. This is ridiculous. Can just, we have somebody just do the say anything outside with a boom box? Yeah, and exactly. Questions? Yes. yes. <laughs> we work at WKRP. He says, what was the yeah. guy's name? What? I can't hear you. And the only phone that works. <laughs> He's from the submersible. It's looking for That's Titanic. That's why he got through. Yeah, because his... his yeah, Patel <laughs> got through. You know, it's crazy in my new Apple situation at home when I try to put the porn from my phone onto the TV. I have to change the settings because my one TV doesn't have the incredible capabilities of showing porn in 4K. <laughs> almost, almost had one. And so I have to like go through this big process. And I was laying there nude the other day. Doing like... On your really stretching on this And then one. I just looked, I'm like... Can't even beat off anymore. Anyway, it's 102 degrees outside in the big city. It's about 9:47 in the air chair. <laughs> Sitting in the air chair this morning. Coming oh. up in a little while, Shannon filling for Larry. You're gonna hear a lot from Papa Roach. Chevelle. He's got some Rob Zombie on the way. Maybe even some Corey Taylor tickets. That guy's gonna be intense soon. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget while you're uh, thinking about trying to win our contest with the phones that don't work because there's too many of you. Whoever thought that would be a problem in radio? Uh, you can go out to uh, Vegas with us on SetJet. You know how you can do this, too. You go to SetJet, you can become a member, and you can just go on your own. You don't need us for this crap. It doesn't. Ma- it's not going to matter anyway. Uh, when you become a uh, SetJet member, you unlock a world of benefits across hospitality, fine dining, and lifestyle brands and tap into a thriving community of like-minded travelers. That basically means you eliminate the riffraff from your life, and that is the goal. By all means. We got something? Hi there. Who's this? Brian. Brian! Get off your... You turn the radio down and get off your speakerphone. You you made it through somehow. You're calling number eight. Thank Christ. Seriously? Yes. All right. We don't know if you're calling from an iPhone 2 or something like that, and it's the only <laughs> calls we can receive, but we're happy you're in. Are you, are you prepared to play? What do you do for a living, Brian? 
I'm an electrician. You're an electrician. All right. right. That's a good thing. Can you fix phones? Yeah. You know, yeah you're about, automatically no, on if no, you can. No, I don't fix phones. All right, good, because we don't know what we're doing down here, and we need somebody to come burn this place down, so maybe loose wires uh, from you. Uh, so uh, do you yeah. drink? Yes. All right, good. Do you do uh, hard drugs or basic drugs? No drugs. No drugs at all. all right. Are you That's semi-normal? Um, very normal. All right. Would you do Molly with me? If we, I've never no. done it. Why not? <laughs> Whoa. That's a good man there. He's going to Brady, the M&M yeah. store. No. All right. Enjoy the M&M store with Brady approved. <laughs> all right. I'm just playing. I'm not, I've never done Molly either, but I can get it. Anyway, here we go. Uh-huh, sure. <laughs> here we go. Jeez. Good luck to you, my friend. Uh, here's question number one. Okay. Here we go. Uh, name two beers that Four Peaks brews for this show. The names of two beers that Four Peaks brews for the show. Um, Ching Chavez. Yes. I'm drawing a blank on the second one. Oh, my God. Jesus. <laughs> Can I get a lifeline from yeah. Brady? Well, yeah, Brady, give him a lifeline. Just give them the answer. Homburg bound. Do you think? Do you, do you want to go Holmberg with that? Homburg bound. Homburg bound. All right, yeah. congrats. You both got it. Nice job. There's one. All right. Question number two. In 2002, the show almost got canceled when a former member of the show called the wife of a player of what baseball team? Oh, I, I know the name of the guy. His name is Bo. Yes. But I don't know the wife of you don't. Team. What you team was it? Player? We don't even care about the player. The, the team. team. Don't start in, cock. That's easy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already boiling up over here. Don't need you confusing them. The name of the team. Was it, was it the Diamondbacks? Brady, he says Diamondbacks. Final answer? Yeah. You're going with Diamondbacks, your final answer. Those Cardinals. Right. Tomorrow we're going to have to start the contest at six because we won't get our first caller right. until seven. We get it too late. All right. <laughs> nice try. You can try again tomorrow. You can go online to 98kupd.com. Try to guess the temp for Saturday, which is foolproof. All right. Good luck to you. We'll talk to you soon. Does our internet work? Not a, not if we're one of those uh, internets that if too many people use it, it closes. What is going on over there? It's, it's a good problem. Because our to have. phone system is on the internet. It's a boot. It's the, yeah, we it overload. It's actually on yeah. the internet. Yep. What, we got 56K going here? I mean, what is this? Yep, it's a dial up modem. Man. Stern talks to an entire nation. His phone's never shut. Don't know why we went for these, but I don't know. It's bougie problems. It's number one morning show problems. That's what I'm going to twist this into so I don't murder everyone in the building. Tons of people are doing their debt-free yells. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Dave Ramsey's got debt-free screams like crazy. We can't get eight callers before our phones just go, I'm worn out, smoke, smoke, fire. <laughs> anyway, well, there you go. Well, that's it for today. Try again. We've got the entertainment drill coming up a little bit. So far, only one question been answered of the five that we need you to get through. Got Josh a- from Action Ride Shop got the question, right? Can he go? Did he? Yeah. He even named yeah, the player. Call up Josh. I don't care. Yeah, he named, <laughs> he named he, the he, player he, even. Daryl Kyle, he had the <laughs> Flynn, he yep. had Bo, he had the whole thing going. Anyway. Pretty soon I'm just going to ask you to do rudimentary math and can you fix phones. Those are the two things. 
Uh, that's it. All right, there you go. We tried twice today, failed both times. And boy, did we ever. Swinging and missing like crazy. Avoided the no-hitter, but barely. Uh, it's 9.52. The Entertainment Drill is coming up next. That golden ticket. Tomorrow we try again. This is the Big Red Radio. Just listening to that guy talk about uh, uh, state planning. <laughs> that makes me incredibly excited because it's me talking about me doing it, and I'm still like, oh, God, I'm so glad I did. It's less of a commercial and more of just like a mea culpa, how stupid I've been for years by not having that done. How easy it is to keep putting it off. Both. It's so easy to put off, and then it's just so simple to do. Just do it. Taylor has the uh, email of the day. If we did something like that and gave a prize away, do we have prizes? Give Taylor it because it says, man, those phones sure are crappy. But I bet you a producer with a dad could fix them. (laughs) (laughs) It's not even his job, and it's funny. Essentially, we have phones that we thought were really cool uh, that are Internet-based. But if we get too many calls, it crashes the phone system. They look cool. They do look cool. Give them that. But it crashes the system. We don't have – we're not tied into anything. It's the dumbest thing ever. And the less it works, the more people want to defend that it's the cooler way. It's like digital tickets. It's not better than the paper tickets. It's just the cooler way. And we were going to Metallica trying to figure out how to get digital tickets to everybody in the car. My friend had to divvy out 13 different tickets. It was a pain in the ass. He had to email this guy, and then he didn't accept him right, so it goes back to your email. Now it looks like fraud, so now you got to go through this whole process. It was, just give me some tickets. But it isn't the cool way. Okay, Grandpa. Sometimes Grandpa was right. Like when he said, don't go into debt. And he said, paper tickets are cool. Tangible things are better than airborne. Anyway, we're going to get these things straightened out. Eventually, we're going to have winners. Or not. I don't know what it says in the rules, like if we could get no winners. Is it just us and the rando from the temperature game? Where's the problem? <laughs> I have no issue with that. <laughs> I hope the rando temperature game winners page sporadic and just us and we're on the plane going. The other guys could never get through. The phones were broken. Nothing we can do. God, that would be phenomenal. Anyway, uh, it is uh, it is time now for the entertainment drill, which is brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com. Uh, the home of Tactical Black. No self-defense for bad phone lines, but uh, the guy that started... Oh, did you see the road rage incident yesterday? So this is how crazy people have gotten with road rage, and we lead the nation in road rage. So guy on the 101... Doesn't even know he does it. Cuts another dude off. Gets off, I think they said, at McDowell. Drives over. Gets to the Circle K or 7-Eleven, wherever he's going on Granite Reef. And another dude pulls in behind him, and he's like, Hey, that's up! You f- got me off! Like, did? When? I mean, that's pretty far. Granite Reef, it's like two different lights over, right? So you get off. you move. So he goes to the Circle K. He's pulling. He's like, oh, sorry about that. Let me say all you want! And he starts shouting back Dude pulls out a pocket Lost knife and it. starts sticking him and slashing at him. Cut up his hands and his neck and stabbed him. Jesus. We're cutting him off. The guy didn't even know he did it. So then I tell you all the time, I'm more afraid of a knife than I am a gun. They're harder to see. You can't move them as easy. But I'll tell you this, and this is what I've learned and it gets in your head. Most of the time, people who don't know what they're doing defend the knife blade. And that's why the guy's hands are all chopped up and probably got cut in the neck. It's because he was trying to chase the blade. A dude close enough to stab you, close enough to get punched directly in the nose. You might get stabbed, but don't get stabbed twice and make sure you land that thing. It's an amazing difference in mentality when somebody's trying to stab you and you're chasing the knife around rather than just going, no, 
and an elbow will go right through his face. It's awesome training. And again, you're going to probably get stuck. Knife fights end up with blood, guaranteed. Don't get stabbed a bunch of times. Don't end up with sliced up hands, and the dude got a shot on his neck. End it. Destroy the operator. They teach you all that stuff early on in your training. It's amazing. Little eight-month program, and you'll be second nature with all this stuff, with guns, knives, machetes, sticks. We did C4 last week. It was the most fun I've ever had. And it's great training. You'll be in great shape on top of it all. Check it all out, reactdefense.com. Phoenix, Glendale, Chandler. You never know when you make a mistake on the freeway and catch a Michael Douglas on his worst day and he chases you over to the 7-Eleven. Don't be a sheepdog. Or don't be a sheep. Be a sheepdog. Don't do the other thing I just yeah. said. Just be a dog. <laughs> might wander around being a sheep. Be a sheepdog, not a sheep. Be prepared for crazy. It's not paranoia. Uh, it's React Defense, the home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain. Leslie Jones says Chris Rock had to go get uh, counseling with his adult daughters after Will Smith slapped him over the, at the Oscars. The girls were 21 and 19. Because they made Dad look like a bitch? The crap was humiliating. It really affected him. People needed to understand his daughters, his parents saw that as well. I got to tell you. Chris Rock is the hero in that situation for keeping us cool. What he did was remarkable by not losing his mind. Yeah. And I can understand, too, you're in a, you're kind of in shock in the situation. Yeah. But his response and... The ultimate showman. The show went on despite that craziness. And Leslie brought the point of uh, Will did have an opportunity. She said, at the time when it happened, I was really mad that he didn't apologize to Chris when he got his award. Yeah, that's true, too. It's like, just well, I, apology you know, there and then now. There's a lot of redos on that yeah, night, and one of, them is, one of them is not arresting the guy or taking him out of the facility immediately. The producers of John Wick movies um, wanted John Wick, after John Wick 4, to maybe continue on, and Keanu is, no, yeah. I want him absolutely dead at 4. <laughs> that's it. And they said, well, we'll go 90%. We want to leave about 10% a sure. uh, little opening there. John Wick 5, next July. Well, they'll have to reboot <laughs> everything because Keanu won't play. It, he says it's just one. That's the last one I can do. It's just physically. Just put a dude in a so wig that re- resembles him. Marcus Meng could do it. Just grow his hair out a little bit, slick it back, and treat him to fight. He doesn't need any lines. Whoa, I can make this occur. The Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios was closing on Sunday night. And a voice came over the PA asking people. Basically says, uh, hit the bricks, take a hike, gather your belongings, you drunk friends, and go. Or we'll start playing Taylor Swift at full volume. Oh, boy. That's a threat. Cleared the park. It's kind of funny, though. Make everybody go to sleep listening to her music. Katy Perry sold her catalog. I saw this. $225 million. So... Like a strange fan, Russell Brand. The deal covers her five albums released through Capitol Records in 2008 to 2020. Didn't Springsteen only get $400 million? I thought he was over Oh, he got more. That's right. He got a, he got a ton more. That's right. So, no, he got four. Maybe he got more. Somebody only just recently got four that I thought was going to be bigger. But Katy Perry at Bob Dylan did. That might be who I'm thinking of. She has uh, 16 multi-platinum singles including seven that have gone to number one on the Hot 100. Bruce got $500 million. Yeah, five. So we got Dylan got a little more than double. He Katie went Perry. over because it seemed like the hot spot was right between three, 200 and $300 million. 
Uh, Dylan got just north of $200 million, He's said. the same as Katy Perry. And I like him about the same. <laughs> I like Katy Perry more. Actually, I do, too. She's got better cans. She's got nice boots. <laughs> she looks like Elijah Wood, but she has great cans. Marilyn Manson pleaded no contest to blowing his nose on a videographer in 2019. Oh, God. He has to do 20 hours of community service, pay a fine. For blowing his nose on a guy? Yeah. Kind of worth it. Did farmers blow, or did he get right in there? I think it was a farmer's. Ugh. If I remember, it was clearing the... Marilyn Manson firing snot from a distance at you and hitting? Yuck. Did you find the rules about the whether or not we have... Sponsor is not responsible for telephone line unavailability, busy signals, or contest line operator interference, technical atmospheric conditions that disrupt the completion of a call, telephone system malfunctions, and other telephone problems, which may or may not result from this contest. All right. Okay. So the contest begins September 18th, a time, ends October 6th, a certain time, or until there are four grand prize winners, whichever occurs first. Well, I think we either, found our problem. There's either four winners or there's none. <laughs> this is a Brett pick. Out of all the emails we get, this is. We'll leave it with Brett's thought of this. the day. It's Brett's thought it. of the day. Next time, let someone other than Larry buy the phones, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I didn't write Hand that. Pick. If Larry would have bought the phones, we'd all have jitterbugs. <laughs> We're done. That's it. Shane Man's filling in for Larry right now. You guys have yourselves a fantastic Tuesday. Try again tomorrow. Call us. There's too many of you. We got to get rid of some of you. It's 98 KUPD. Have a great day. So long. Until later. Bye.